yo, yo, it's episode 161. Welcome to the Mallory Rose Podcast, man. Happy weekend. Uh-huh. Happy Friday. We back. I don't know if y'all can tell. I love this hat right here. I, I've been wearing this hat in my Denzel Washington shirt. I love this shirt. You know? No, that is a dope shirt. They got Denzel a bunch of different places. Right? I, I love... Oh, my goodness. Hat almost about to do me dirty. Yeah. My computer. <laughs> but happy weekend. Happy Friday. I hope y'all ready for that Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford. Hope y'all ready for this utopia. Oh, wait, that's Friday? That, that's on Saturday night? That's the Saturday, I believe. Yep, the 29th. Or the, or the 29th, yeah. 29th, yep. That's the Saturday. That's going to be Damn. fun. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll come through the spot. I'm going to be at a Drake concert. Oh, okay. And then yeah, I don't yeah. know where we're going to watch. We're supposed to be watching the fight, but look, I'm going to tell them. Oh, man, that would be so dope to leave the concert and, and, and the go fight. to the fight out. Yeah, but be out D.C. trying to find a fight. Yeah. Y'all might as well just go back to the crib. I swear I'll meet y'all there. Look, man, you look, you know I y'all have. throw some food on the grill when y'all get back. <laughs> Bring something. You know I have no problem going back home, bro. I'm that. already dreading having to go up here because I might have to drive. Yeah. Um, we were thinking about just Ubering, but I may have to drive to this joint. Uber is Uber is definitely not safer, but like DC. I don't want to worry about where my car is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would much rather would Uber there and then Uber back, but I don't know if we're going to be able to, you know? It all depends. I hear that, you know? But uh, shout out to my guy, Nathan Zed. Love you, bro. 100%. Great enough. I told you when the search was dropping, I was going to spend a block. Mm-hmm. And I'm, look, I'm still planning on yeah. getting that. You know how you... you, you <laughs> and did I miss it? Nate, tell me I didn't miss it. No, nah, you you probably did. I got a, I got a sweater, too. Didn't he say something like, this is it, and it ain't coming back? No, nah, that was somebody else. No, nah, yeah. But right, you know, he, the, the drops be limited. And I'm about to hit a Christian James. I need to watch. All right, bet, bet, bet. But man, look, happy weekend. Happy Friday, Terrell. What's, what's up? What's your, what's your week like leading up to this, uh, this Friday? Man, uh, my week was very... Damn, I would say it was chill. My boy had a uh, doctor's appointment. And I swear, man, the, the weeks, now the weeks go by and it's just parenting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying every minute of it. it I have no complaints. It was it was a chill weekend for me. I didn't really do shit. Look, couldn't go see none of the new movies. I was on baby mm-hmm. duty. And it's funny because Terrence was giving me shit. And I'm like, you're forgetting that I'm the one that we stayed at the movies. I used to have to try my best to get Terrence to go to the movie. You already know I've been at Warehouse already. You already know I went up hit up Sinopolis already. Nah, you're right. And I was just saying, I said, I can get on Terrell now, but I can't get on him but so much because he used to do this movie thing. Mm-hmm. I definitely... Feel, it feels very good that I'm able. I was able to see um, Barbie Oppenheimer. I checked out uh, They Clone Tyrone. That's gonna be my movie suggestion of the week, where I give flowers and I eat words. If you want to just skip to that part, because y'all know I talked so much trash about it. But movie suggestion of the week, we're gonna definitely get into mm-hmm. They Clone Tyrone. That was one of my biggest surprises of the week. But I was definitely happy to go to the movies and see and be up with everybody. And oh, I want to keep that going. Like I want to definitely. I want to spin the block back, because y'all would be surprised. I still haven't seen the new Spider-Verse. Me either. That, I haven't that, seen that. That, to me, is something... That's a big miss. Yeah. A, a yeah. huge miss. Huge Ever miss. Ever since, you know, you got to think about it. That whole week... that My whole first couple of weeks of, you know, this kid being here. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen... I didn't get to see... What else did I not get to see? It was something that came in the theaters I didn't see. I, didn't, I still haven't seen... Um, damn. Oh, Transformers I watched yesterday. That oh, was one that came out that I wanted to see. Shout out my boy Donald, who, was, who tried to see Transformers so many times with me and Terrell. Because we saw it when we was kids. Tense, you know I wouldn't have been able to see it. I told him. That shit came out, my boy was three days old. <laughs> but, 
Um, I still haven't seen the Guardians of the Galaxy. I still haven't seen. You haven't seen that? Yeah, it's and a lot I of managed to dodge see. all of the spoilers. It's, it's just hell of shit that I have not seen. I will say before we get into the pod, my week was definitely kind of event filled. We went to the Cirque Italia. It was like a water circus. It's kind of like Cirque du Soleil, but it was kind of dope. But you know what I'm saying? It was like it was good to get out of the house. It was kind of hot in that joint, but. Seeing people perform and doing flips and stuff like that. I wish I had a kid to bring. I, I wish the K-Man was a little bit older so we could take him. But, like, that was yeah. dope, you know, <laughs> to get out the house. I was telling people, I, um, last week, y'all know, I was kind of doing too much with a with drinky drink. So my so this week has been a big detox week. I've been drinking a tea. Terrell's making fun of me for my Panther mug. That is a Black Alley cat. That's the cat that you see right, right over on 14th Street, running behind the club. This is a Black Panther. Have you not seen T'Challa? Damn, that don't look like T'Challa. This would be T'Challa drinking this. I'm T'Challa. Look. That, looks like, that look like T'Challa if he was... <laughs> what do y'all think? Cat or Panther? Look, because I, if you say cat, I'm taking it back. <laughs> Where's the guy that sold me and said Panther? Anyway. Did somebody really tell you that that was a Panther mug? I said, I, had, I, said, I want to get the Panther mug. Oh, okay. Right, think it does look kind of pretty. It does like a zesty ass plant, Black Panther. Hey, <laughs> it's like if the Black Panther was done by Lee Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. But look, uh, not gonna do any spoilers or even be long winded. But I saw Barbie, I saw Oppenheimer, two definitely big blockbuster movies that I feel like have definitely sparked the oh, yeah. film world in a great way. I told Terrell it was dope to see a bunch of people wearing the pink and all of the girls wearing pink. And we had older ladies that were there all wearing pink. Like, it it felt very much like when Black Panther came out and we saw everybody wearing the dashikis and the African outfits, Mm -hmm. even though they hated on us for that. Uh, Because y'all were performative. Yeah. We were were excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, to get Barbies for the ladies... I'm sorry, Barbies. To get Barbie for the ladies and the kids, Oppenheimer was three hour, a three-hour masterpiece. My girl stayed up to the whole thing. I ain't have to, you know, mm. wake her up. I was doing this a lot. <laughs> you know how you realize, damn, this part, this part born. Let me see if, if everybody. Um, and I was gonna say, when I saw Oppenheimer, I told Terrell, we slept, it was a dude who slept from the credits, bro. He slept from the very beginning to the end. That's insane. I don't know why he did that. Why even come? And you know what? I was going to ask you this. You was one of those people that had to take their girl to see Barbie first mm-hmm. and then went to Oppenheimer. Did you see other men in there with a girl that you know wasn't, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. 100%. But this is what I was going to say. I saw a lot of little girls there with their moms. Mm-hmm. And... I was definitely expecting that, you know? Some key things I want to tell y'all about the Barbie movie outside of, like, District 9, which is our film tier, which I'm planning to do a video for. I know y'all, y'all hear me make promises, but this one, I'm trying to follow through up on it. That and Oppenheimer. I felt like it was definitely a movie that I, I, I when we there, there's a bunch of kids there. I, I, I love seeing all the little girls with their Barbie shirts. I said, you know what? This is what going to the movies is about. This this is what getting dressed and I'm going to the movies. Like, I know if, if you ever go to an AMC cinema, 
theater and you, and you see that damn commercial with Nicole Kidman that they made in the pandemic. Oh my God, yes. This is why we come to the movies for the magic here. And she's the only motherfucker in the theater. Uh-huh. They need to stop that. Like it's, it's, the, like, it's the longest commercial. It's like, all right, get to the fucking feature. I was saying it's like a commercial for the theater. And they yeah. play that after this is your feature presentation. Yep. After they show the Coke fill up, mm-hmm. that should be all we see. We shouldn't oh. see her purse. And here she come walking slowly up the theater. Okay, AMC, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I love to see the event of a movie like Barbie. But what I couldn't help but notice was there were more kids than there were couples. And I thought, oh, I thought with it being a PG-13 movie that we wouldn't see as many kids as couples. But then I started realizing, well, this is Barbie. So, like, this is for oh, kids. Yeah. And even in the tra- even when we watched the movie, you had the trailer for Trolls, you had the trailer for kids' movies. When it started, I said, oh, this is a kid movie. But, yo, they definitely pushed the line a little bit in that movie. I definitely have a, a, a sharp opinion about the movie. I enjoyed it. My girl loved it. I was, it was dope to see her go down memory lane. I was, I was, like, peeking over at her, and she was smiling and all giddy watching it towards the <laughs> beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But... And for the whole thing, she she definitely enjoyed it. Fellas, if you're going to go see that and you're thinking that you want to be Mr. Movie Judge and Movie whatever, you're just going to piss your girl off or whoever you go oh, with. Oh, shit. So, I can't wait to see it. Just take it for what it is. It's for the ladies. It's done by the ladies. So I appreciated that. And just to end off, Oppenheimer, great film. Nolan and his Duffy. Nolan is like watching LeBron do what he does in year 20. And you just think, man. He's only able to do this because he has the real talent. Mm-hmm. Everything that you want from a Nolan film, you get in Oppenheimer, except big action thrill, like we about to go in, you know? Mm-hmm. But the the dialogue, the good writing, this is written and directed for the screen by Nolan. And y'all watching it in IMAX? We didn't watch it in IMAX. My biggest regret is not watching it in IMAX. Damn. I almost want to go see it again. It's just so daggone long. You know, it is yeah. a long ass movie. You got to be a true film lover to sit through that whole joint. To be honest, yeah. we sat through the Batman and we enjoyed the Batman. That's why I don't. I think we'll do all right. Y'all do good. You know, the Batman was long. Yeah. It was a long ass movie. It was a point where we was like, damn, we hadn't been in the theater for a long time, but yeah. we enjoyed it. So I know we'll be we'll be all right in Oppenheimer. Normally, when we go to the movies, we just leave. But after that movie, it was like, yo, bathroom, bathroom, and then we leave. Cause air, and it was a, it was everybody in the bathroom after that. Yeah, hey, as a Sydney done drank down a large hours. high C orange. What'd you get? Y'all know what I get. High C raspberry, man. That's my number one go-to in popcorn and Twizzlers. Uh, we saw a 10:30 movie. Jeez, you right? gotta get home at 3 a.m. Got home at one, got out of the theater in the car at 1.50. Damn. So it was like, sheesh, we was in this bitch for a minute. That was our day. We wanted to go home and nap. <laughs> oh, y'all went 10:30 in the morning. 10:30 a.m. Oh, y'all was in there with the old heads. Mm-hmm. In there behind Gertrude and Greta. And you know they always take forever to get their popcorn and shit. It was dope. It's, that's the best crowd to go to the movies with. Uh-huh, the older crowd. They don't mm-hmm. make too much noise. They literally are there to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to be on no bullshit. They're not ain't nobody, no kids sneaking in and out because the kids are still trying to wake up for the day. Right. That and is the best time to real go. Real quick, Barbie. Do you know, we sat in the theater with Barbie and one thing I noticed... A lot of people were saying, man, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. But I've heard I thought it was funny from a lot of adults. I could not help but notice on the jokes parts of, of Barbie, no laughter in my theater. And my theater was full of kids. Damn. Like, the kids didn't think the beach you off thing was funny. That's like an adult joke. 
or there was a part where she said, I want to see his nude blob under there. It's like, that's not a kid joke. And that's my, you know, we're going to stay away from that. District 9, tap in with your boy this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to ruin it for the, for the guy, but because Terrell has seen it. And his girl, I know your girl don't want me to taint your mind going in. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely go check those movies out if you want to go to a good theater experience. Shout out my boy Nathan Zay who did the Barmenheimer joint right. Bro, went and saw the joint in the morning. And Barbie then at morning? night. No, nah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I would love to rent out a theater for people that, you know, listen to the podcast or people that support us. And we all just watch a movie that we love, like The Departed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a new movie. We're just going to watch The Departed, which is a classic. But I rented this theater. Popcorn, a la carte. You just go up there and get... Remember when we went to the uh, AFI theater to see Hateful Eight? Oh, yes. That, I would never forget that. That was on Christmas Day. And if you want to see it, that's actually on YouTube. That's one of our first... That's Probably our, number two. Vlog two or vlog three. Vlog two or three? Yeah. But that was dope. It was like, we... Laugh. Didn't they give you popcorn? Like in a little bag or something? I don't remember. Now nah, we had to buy it. But it was still dope. It was still dope. That'll be dope. I don't know. But dope. I will be going to see Oppenheimer between now and next week. I got the Barbie bootleg. Sorry, Verizon. I got the email. We got him. Won't happen again. <laughs> he gonna go home and be like, Why's my wife? Unplug the router. <laughs> but but uh, I'm going, I'm, I am going to see that next week. For sure, this between this weekend, going to Drake this weekend, uh, and if for everybody that's going to the Drake concert that asked if they was gonna see me, I'm going on Saturday. I'm not going on Friday. I know I said I was going Friday, or might have mentioned Friday, but I'm actually going on Saturday because I think he's here Friday and Saturday. My tickets are for Saturday. Dope. And we sitting right on the side where Drake's supposed to be walking down. You know how you walk down and all the for real. We on the corner. I don't know if you're gonna pick our lane. Would you t- Would you try to reach for him? Terrence, and touch him? hell no. This nigga gonna be standing there. This nigga made take care. Crazy. Look, you gotta think look about let it. me get it off. Nigga made nothing was the same. Crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to touch him. <laughs> <laughs> they got you on camera touching You him. cannot be the you nigga. <laughs> this nigga's walking down. You cannot be that guy. Think about it. I went to a Chris Brown concert. You yeah. Know what I'm That's my guy. Do I know all the words to take you down? Sure. sure. If he would have played that, I told my girl, if he played take you down, you're going to see me vibing. The words are playing up here. But I can't be the you can't be the nigga that's doing too much. You yeah, can't I be, can't get it out. Even when like under the influence. First of all, under the influence blew up after I went to the tour. So he didn't perform under the influence on the tour. Because guess what? None of y'all would have knew the words because I was the only one that knew it because it came out on the deluxe. Anyway, you can't be the nigga that's singing certain songs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you definitely can't be the dude that's What's grabbing the- for Usher when he come over. Usher over here, Usher. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> What's the Drake song that you can't? Probably sing along to. Help me out before I go. I a, feel like you can't sing along to when he's saying, uh, Daddy's home, remember Poppy's home, or whatever. Daddy's uh, home. I see you niggas oh, will yeah. probably harmonize with that, but you don't realize what you're doing. You're talking about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you're right. But it's going to be a fun time. I Hopefully I see some of, the, uh, some of, some of y'all down there that, that's going. I know it's a lot of people. It's people coming up. Oh, it's, it's somebody that just messaged me. I'll, mess, I'll message you back. It's somebody that just messaged me about what I'm supposed to do up here, bro? I'm in town. I hate when people hit me like that. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Go to the museums. <laughs> go see the White House. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to go to Rose Ball somewhere. 
I'm not telling you that because I don't be there. Nah, for sure. I mean, you can hit up U. I've been telling people U Street, U Street, U Street. One hundred, one hundred, one hundred. Brunch. If you're trying to do that, nah, yeah. You see Mo Wavy? Shout out to Mo. He came in DC. Was like, man, DC is a beautiful city. <laughs> he had too much fun. <laughs> too up much there. fun up there. Wake up on. Wake up and go to DC. One hundred percent. That's gonna be uh -huh. super fun. All right. The first thing that we wanted to start with was the most craziest news that I feel like people aren't saying is crazy news, which is that. Hold on, wait. Don't even say it. I'm going to send it to you and I want you to play it. Oh, shit. Because this shit is something that you can't say because I don't think people will believe it. You just got to hear this shit. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Okay. If y'all don't understand what that happened, that is the UFO hearing where they every year talk about if there is any type of unidentified flying objects or foreign life, whatever. Normally, it goes pretty swift, and it's just like, oh, we saw some funny dirt, or there's a weird soil, or a weird worm, or we found a weird-looking fish, or something. These motherfuckers found what? Uh, a crashed aircraft? A UFO hovered around Vandenberg Space Force Base in 2003, according to Ryan Gray. Oh, this is old. Damn. The, I don't even know. All I know is she said, were the pilots human? And he's like, well, about that. <laughs> I don't go back to the clip. I'm not here and to this say this is just for me. Okay. Because even after hearing a thousand times craft uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um were they I guess human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. If you all right, bet. So look, we can make all of the jokes we want. We can make all the jokes we want. You know, ha, 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 hey, funny as shit, aliens. This is a real thing. Hey. We dead-ass might have dead-ass real aliens. This is what, what I started thinking about. Do y'all think on Jurassic Park, A Lost World, when they brought... The big-ass dinosaur back to America. Remember? Yes. Do you think they told all of the U.S. citizens, hey, y'all, we bringing a dinosaur back? No. They just brought that motherfucker back and planned to do whatever they wanted. We just watched Oppenheimer, and a big thing in that movie, and this isn't a spoiler because it mm -hmm. actually happened in real life. Yep. A big thing was if they should let it be known how, like, dangerous this weapon was, you know? Yeah. If they should share the info. And the U.S. was on some, no. We don't want nobody to know. Because the U.S. is always tight-lipped, especially on shit that they know was spark a combo, spark a yeah. Especially people in the like UFO. Right. My question to you is, do you think that this is the first UFO that they don't know. I think we've already found and then annihilated a few or something like that or killed off some shit that we might have thought could have been whatever. Do you remember that movie Life? Yeah. Where they found a little thing and then they break the dude's hand 
but then he gets out, and that joint was going in people's body. Yes. Remember what that uh, shit was nuts. What, Ryan, what was it? Ryan, was that Ryan Reynolds? What's, no, what's the, what's the dude who played? I don't even know. What's the but dude I, who played Deadpool? What's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Yep. I Damn, think. 2017. Oh, no. Jake Gyllenhaal. That one is different. It's two lights that's fucked up. Both this is the one you talking about, Terrell. Terrence, no. The one I'm talking about has... Um, Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that is Oh, it. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Wow, And Jake my boy, Jenna Jakey G. That's the type shit that I feel like we have already done before. That's the nigga that got his hand broke up. Yeah. Try to put his hand in there, got mm-hmm. fucked up. We got it on DVD Blu-ray. <laughs> nah, we got that joint on 4K. Oh, yeah, we do. We Remember do, we I do. bought that? Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was going to look nice on the TV? Uh-huh. But I I don't know. I I, I just think we kind of going to take this and we're going to make jokes about it. It's going to be funny and high. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. UFO shit's funny. As, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be funny. But this is why my overarching point is this. I don't think the U.S. would do well with a UFO. Like, if aliens came down here and was on some bullshit, they wouldn't all come at once, like, in Infinity War, where the sky opened and all of them pour in. That wouldn't happen. It's going to happen just like E.T., where you just find one, and it's like, oh, shit. You know how they say if you see a baby wolf or a baby bear, black folks would be like, where's the mama at? Yes. I feel like that's kind of how we would accept UFOs, but... Think about the U.S., bro. That's what I had wrote down here. I said, we would not do well with aliens because we do not come together on shit. Think about this. We literally told the entire world it's a disease out here. That's fu- not a disease. It's a sickness out here that's fucking everybody up. People are losing lives. The best thing we can do is everybody wear a mask. Because it limits the whatever that's scientifically proven and back X, Y, Z. All the other countries in the world, China, Australia, everywhere was on code. They wore masks for a little while. And guess what? They ended up having one case, 13 cases, 15 cases. We the only motherfuckers that had people say, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. I can't breathe in it. I can't do this with it. So it's like, if we have something, do you remember those days, bro? Do you remember working at, first of all, fuck Billy Turner. He, Terrell, get, keep going your shit. Go in your shit. He was, that's probably my tweet that you saw because he was on some bullshit. Um, but, damn. Young boy popping. But, Brody, do you remember those days at Best Buy where it was the heart of the pandemic and it was like everybody got to wear a mask again and it was, those, it was just those people that would come in. Without the mask. Without a mask. And then when you try to approach and they would get... It just turned into a big altercation. Mm-hmm. I feel like with this, with these aliens, we would all end up having to do something to be together. You don't think people would believe an alien? If, if, if they really said it was an alien, I think we would be all right. I mean, the bad thing about the pandemic is in the beginning, people didn't even believe in this hidden sickness. Plus, if you got sick, it was like you would get a runny nose. And now runny nose turned into a sign of this crazy illness. But you're right. I do think if they did come, he we would 100% himself. struggle. He giving himself away. I'm going to I'm I'm listen. I think the aliens would look just like us. We wouldn't be able to tell who's what. They'd be like the scrolls from uh, the Marvel joint. Okay, yeah. I think, I keep thinking about Jurassic Park or Lost World. Y'all remember when they had the, the baby? What happened next? 
The parents came. <laughs> Terrence, the parents didn't run over here. They bought the parents and the baby. They went and stole the baby. That's why I'm saying they, all I'm saying is we don't know if we have an adult or a youth. <laughs> we don't know who is gearing up to say, bruh, he's actually the prince of our world. You got the wrong one. No, nah, I know bull. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, yo, we've made so many movies about shit that has come true. I really be thinking that, damn, some of our movies, you know, I do believe that our minds can manifest, you know? Yeah. The way that they talk about it, if the earth heats up and the end of the world, those movies, I don't think that I'll live to see it, but I don't put it behind my head that it won't be. We have so many movies on aliens. There's a whole galaxy out there. You ever see where they show what we really are to the galaxy? No, nah, yeah. We like are we're nothing. Spec. We are nothing. That's why I'm, hey, look, though they say it's nine dimensions, right? Dimension. Or six dimensions, and we're in the third. It's something like that. Y'all got to go look up 19 Keys video. It's a great video. <laughs> I just got to rewatch it. <laughs> but you see the path I'm on. All I know is, y'all, we are so small in the galaxy. I feel like there's some people out there that can come here and crush us. Y'all watch Invincible. Remember Omni-Man? Remember what he was saying? Uh -huh. I've been around for years. He told he told brother he looked at his mom like I would the same way I would look at a pet. She's here one week, oh here for a limited time, but not always gonna be here. That shit was crazy. What were they called? Vilt Viltrumites? You're a, something like that. You're from Viltrum. Something. If you haven't watched Invincible, they've been you, you are bullshitting. And then you know what they've been bullshitting on season two, and I think with the writer strike, we probably not they're probably not gonna put that out when they said they're gonna put it out. I saw they said they was gonna have a four episode. First season, and then the next season, come, next part of it comes out, whatever. Y'all are Game of Thrones in it. We can feel it. Remember Game of Thrones said last season, seven episodes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you do 10 episodes every season. The final season's shorter. Oh, but the episode's going to be longer. Okay, yeah, they were 30 uh, minutes longer. <laughs> they were a couple minutes longer. Yeah. One was back to the regular time. Yo. Hey, all I'm going to say, y'all, get your tinfoil hats. Get your whatever they say work. We're going to be out there getting killed with the tinfoil hats on because we thought that was going to deter them away. You know what? Some of us already had our tinfoil hats. Uh, for, damn, I just fucked that whole thing up. Some of us already had our tinfoil hats. Some of us already believe that, yo, this shit is crazy. You know what just say? You guys are conspiracy theories. These conspiracy theories are ridiculous. You guys are crazy. Mm -hmm. All right. When these motherfuckers come and we ready, you'll see. You know the motherfuckers that have bunkers in their basement? They the ones that's really ready. They got nothing but corn and green bean cans and non-perishables down no there. No bullshit. <laughs> the ones that's been talking about this, they the ones that's like, see? See? <laughs> All right, y'all, moving forward, there was a clip of Tyler, the creator, that went crazy on Twitter, went crazy on Instagram, TikTok. I believe it came out last week, but we didn't really talk about it, but I feel like what he said definitely sparked a good conversation I want y'all to hear, and we're going to talk about it. You got 17 year olds like, yeah, like ready to die and enter the Wu-Tang is my top 10 album ever. I'm like, bro, you just got hair on your dick. You got young boys and babies out here and that's your favorite album. Like, I don't care about people's objective top nothing. Tell me what is your favorite. I wanna know why you think uh, Pookie Dookie's second album is your favorite. Oh, I have memories attached to it. My brother did this when I was young, this and that, this and that. In track seven, he talks about this. I don't care about no objective time. 
dude, the kids be doing it with me. What kind of stupid shit is that? Everyone is making these lists just to have people engage. Why the fuck are we sitting here arguing about, oh, you don't got Tupac in your top five? Nigga, no. I was fucking born when that nigga was at his peak. Like, who gives a fuck? Bet. Shout out to Tyler Creator. That's from his interview with Elliot and uh, B-Dot, Rat Radar. And new? Yeah. You know oh, they, shit. I don't know if you know they do interviews all the time now. They, they have a podcast deal with, uh, I forget who. Shout out Rap Radar Podcast. I got big respect for them since day one. No, nah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you sign off on that first. Well, what honestly, you I, I mean. You want me to go first? I'll let you go first. I feel like you got a little bit more of a different, of a, of a flashy opinion than me. I would say I feel two different ways about it. One, I actually understand what he's saying about mm. how the new kids these days have like this legacy respect for the acts that came in early hip hop. And you get, you do look and sound more respectable when you show respect to the greats that came before the youngest. If you say, if you're a younger dude and you say, well, you know, I like, I like Biggie Ray to die. I like Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Seven Day Theory. It make you look a little bit like, oh, he a hip hop hell. You real, you real on the hip hop. Right. So... I definitely understand what he's, what he's talking about, about people trying to come off a certain way versus really saying what you like. Yeah. Like, don't say what sounds good. Actually say what you like. Him mm -hmm. saying, like, you got 17-year-olds, like, you don't even got hair on your dick. How, do you, how can you sit here and say that? How can you really feel the impact of a 36 Chambers Wu-Tang Clan? Mm -hmm. And low-key, I feel two ways about that. I understand it when we're talking about greatest or best ever, or top. Like he said, the objective top conversation. That's when, and then he basically said, he'd rather hear what your favorite is. I understand that when it comes from him. Like, yo, let's stop trying to sound cool. And if mm. your favorite album of all time is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy because it changed your life, I definitely understand you should say that instead of just trying to sound cool. The problem that I feel like I have with some of what he said was towards the end, where he's like, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to play it again because they got the, what's the name? Uh, somebody was like, oh, you don't got Tupac in your top 55? And he's like, nigga, no, I wasn't fucking born. That's where I have an issue. Uh -huh. Because if that's the case, then it's almost like even with sports. That's like saying Steph Curry is the greatest basketball player of all time just because you grew up watching Steph. Well, that's different because basketball is a little bit more stat it's stats are stats. You know what I'm saying? Rap is a lot more subjective cuz it's well, you like what you like. And even though I get that, I'm only making a point. I get basketball mm -hmm. is different. I'm only making the point that you can't I don't think that it's cool to I mean, I guess you could have your personal top 5 but when the, when hip when when we start talking about hip hop and you have your top five, I do think you gotta pay respect to some of the ones that that did come first. I ain't saying you gotta say uh, Funk Master Flex, or you know what I'm saying. Somebody that's older is in your top. But when you got people like Tupac, if yeah. you do tell me your top five and Tupac not in it, but like let's say you got Gunna in your top five because when you grew up you loved that Gunna album. What conversation are we having? Are we, are we going to have a conversation only about your personal mm -hmm. interests? Because to me, that mindset eliminates, and maybe it's his goal. To me, that mindset eliminates the conversation about, like, 
a, a top five. We shouldn't even have that conversation if everybody's just going to say their personal top five. Well, I think the reality is everybody's top five is personal. Okay. There, everything that people say, I think, is subjective. There's, I was arguing with a guy about Nas on, uh, on Twitter. And you I know bet what he I, was giving it to you. Pause. Paul, for, super pause. That's what hey, I don't yo, like. Look, I wouldn't know nothing I already about put it. the pause on there, and now you got to <laughs> amp it up. And sometimes when you pause, you give yourself away because it sounds crazy that you said that. <laughs> but you good. But um, I was arguing with somebody on Twitter about Nas, and it just came. I just came to the realization that you're not going to agree with me because you're a Nas guy. I'm a J guy. Yeah. I'm not going to agree with you. We just don't agree. But that's okay because this shit is low-key objective. We argue with these pages, bait, bait all of us every day. With shit like this, where it's who's the top this? What is this? What is the best song from this? What did you like from this album? What you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a nigga that it was a nigga online that didn't like uh he said these are the only good tracks from Travis Scott's whatever album. What's the joint that got guidance on it? Uh uh Birds in the Trap. Birds in the Trap. He said the only two good songs are this and this. And they were like guidance, and he was like, That song's ass. Right? First of all, guidance is amazing. You're to fucking me. smoking but, but crack, whoever said you that. see this though? Do you see this? First of all, I love guidance. But there's somebody in I the pull world. Up behind you. That shit is my. Behind <laughs> Pop up your waist. Pop up the place. Turn to light. That shit is fine. Oh uh, my God, I'm playing that. I hope we get one of them. Behind the tent. Yeah. yeah. I like to see it change. Yes. <laughs> that song, you're tripping, whoever fine. said that. That's like saying, uh, go ahead, Thrill. Fuck. Wild on me. Y'all ain't got no hips. That's what it is. Y'all ain't got no hips. But look. Somebody in the world don't like that. And this is my thing. As somebody that get called a hater on a daily basis, it's Maybe. not even that all the way sometimes you hating. You just don't like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes you might be telling the truth. That's true. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I said, you know, the shit is subjective. Like everybody's top five is going to be based on what they like. Yeah. I will say, based on what he's saying too, where I do agree with him is, a lot of people's opinions seem manufactured. Like, y'all only... You can see how many people are sheep. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Y'all are only doing this because everybody is doing this. Right. Everybody says they got Biggie and Jay and whatever they top five. It's, it's some young niggas that I know that are 19 that say, yeah, Jay's definitely in my top five. And I would ask them if I could in like in a one-on-one -on -one convo, is he though? Like, your top five? Right. Like, name me five Jay tracks. Because as a 19-year-old... He wasn't your prime. You might have went back because it was niggas saying, he making it seem like we can't go back and listen to music. That's true. You did. But like, did you want to? Or did you do it because you felt like you had to because in order to be in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? This mm -hmm. is what you got to like. There's a lot of people outside the culture that became hip hop fans that said, well, shit, these are the albums that I have to listen to. Shout out to John Denton. John Denton, when he, John Denton has been doing music reactions for a long time with Rock Reacts. Yeah. It just wasn't hip hop. But when he got into hip hop, his journey was bet. What do I have to listen to to be like caught up? Yeah. So a lot of people get into it that way. Yeah. But you know what? I still think that they could have a. I do still think that if you have certain albums or whatever in your top that didn't come out when you was born, that could still happen because what if you got into the game like that? That's true. And my only criticism from uh, for Tyler Creator, another criticism I'm sorry that I have for him is. This is what it sounds like when the person who's on top is talking. But will you always think that, Tyler, 
when you're no longer in the spotlight. Because mm-hmm. these top conversations, at what point is it a little bit of respect involved? You know? Mm-hmm. Y'all want us to respect that Nas sold less than 26K this week for Magic 2. And I listened to it. It was fire. I love Irvin Magic Johnson. Uh, there's another one on it that I fucked with, but I listened to Magic 2. It was definitely fire. But there, you can see the respect being like put in there because of what he's done. You know, people are like, yo, Nas only selling 26K. It doesn't really speak to the greatness of this music. I feel like Nas, this dude said, I feel like Nas deserved to be in the top 10 because he's not going to crack top 20 on like the whatever mm-hmm. uh, charts. And I think these top lists where we say, yo, Nas is in my top uh, five. It's like, there's a certain level of respect that goes with that. And my question to Tyler, the creator, is I wonder how you would look at things when you're not around because that's kind of how you solidify your spot. You put your work in while you're on, and then people do put you in their top. These young kids are going to come and say, Tyler, the creator, who? Fuck him. How yeah. are you going to feel hearing that when you talk like this? You when you turn 50. Yeah, right. when you turn 50 and people are saying, fuck your music, just because they weren't born, I feel like... This is where it's going to come from. When you start giving people out like, yo, tell me your favorite album. Okay, well, then my top five is Yeet, Destroy Lonely, Cardi, and (laughs) what conversation will we be having? I can see if hip-hop was not changing, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, hip-hop is not green grass. Like, hip-hop is dead grass, which means we're either going to pull it up, we're going to water it, or it's going to be something else right there, like weeds. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, if hip-hop was still going in the way that it was going, I feel like him saying this would sound a way. But to me, I hear what he's saying, but there's another part of me that does hear the current on top. Do you remember when Cardi B told Nicki Minaj, and look, the, the Cardi B Nicki fans, if there's any in here, they won't know this. Ears perked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cardi B told Nicki Minaj, I'm not the one that's doing features to stay relevant or some shit like that. I'm not the, I'm not the one that has to do features to stay relevant. Right? Mm-hmm. Why would, she said, why would I want to jump on a feature on something that's already out? That's what she said. Why would I? you the one that has to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, Cardi, you've went five years doing that. So. That's a fact. When you're on top, it's easy to say, yo, man, fuck the, you know, you know it's easy to take that opinion mm-hmm. when you're on top. But are you going to agree with yourself when you're out of the spotlight? That's my only question. 100%. Uh, people climb the ladder and then kick it. Yeah. Now you looking down like shit. Oh, I gotta shit. jump. I gotta jump. <laughs> Love that. People climb the ladder and then kick it. You forgot how you got up here. Hundred percent. The nigga in the Supreme Court that just took away uh uh affirmative action. Yeah. Black ass used it to get in there, huh? Mm-hmm. Climb the ladder and burn the ladder. Then look through oil. He threw lighter fluid on everybody down there and just threw a match. Threw a match off the roof. But that is true because he said it's Tupac in your top fifty-five, whatever. No, he was, I was two when he was born. I mean, oh. when, he was, when he was popping. Tupac, so no respect? Tupac is in my top five, and he was rapping when I was born. born. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you got to name me five people better than Tupac then. So you see, yeah. it's subjective, but it's still like, where's the hip-hop respect? You know? We can't just get off, oh, my favorite is this, so that's my top five. Then we don't, what are we talking about? What do I look like saying... Nas, what do I look like saying? J, Biggie, Nas, Kendrick, Pop, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, Destroy Lonely, yeah. 
Okay, great. Thanks for telling me your opinion. You heard mine. We shake hands and walk away. Not yet. That's why I said, that's why I brought up basketball. Because you're right. Basketball does have a certain stat aspect that garnishes respect. Like, mm-hmm. we have to pay respect to the stats. Did you see uh, Jeff Teague? And I'm going to just keep it a hundo. I know y'all think Jeff Teague is funny and all of that. But, bruh, you wasn't that good in the NBA. He knows I guess that. you're funny. But the shit he said about the WNBA... I forget uh, what he said. Okay. <laughs> Why come out and shit on the WNBA trying to be funny? Because you was mid. You what, got a gimme what, ring. What he say? What he say? You have a gimme ring. Terrence, fuck out of here. I will say that nigga has a dope podcast out where he's not, you know, sucking off a bunch of people that are playing now and they just be talking their shit. People love that joint. I feel you. I mean, I, I mean, niggas. What are did gonna he be say funny. about the W? <laughs> he said some shit. What did he say about the WNBA? I don't even want to go. I'm not even gonna shed light on that shit. But I just didn't fuck with it. But uh, did you see? He also said that James Harden is a better it, James Harden is better than D Wade, and it's okay. like if you like James Harden's game better than you like D Wade's game, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. D Wade is a three time NBA champion, one time low key on his own, even though he had Shaq fresh out of LA. One time, that's a big even though. <laughs> <laughs> but arguably, uh, I mean, they said, "Oh, you got it because of Shaq," and then I guess whatever. But, like, D-Wade... Can't take it from him. When you look at his stats versus Harden, it's a certain level of respect we have to pay to D-Wade, regardless of what your uh-huh. favorite is. And that's the, only, that's the only reason why I bring it up for this. But you know what? You're right about that because... And, and that's the thing. It's still subjective. Even in shit with stats, it's subjective. It's, you see the dude that came out and said, Carmelo Anthony is the most overrated player of all time. And you know what the argument was? You wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Because the nigga had a bunch of facts about numbers and shit. And he was like, the, the other dude was like, man, these basketball fans that read off of spreadsheets, y'all wasn't there to see that he was this, he was that, he was that. And there was people going back and forth about what they thought. But at the end of the day, even with stats, it's subjective. But you know what? That shit sells. That shit is going to sell every time. It will. We argue about music. We argue about all of this shit on the podcast. Even the... The shit we argued about last week is all subjective. It's all about how you look in that shit. It really is. It really is. And when it comes to, the, to hip-hop, when it comes to music, football, basketball, whatever, we do have to play the line between a subjective opinion, a personal opinion, and just straight facts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll be battling that forever. But y'all let us know what y'all think about that one. That was a real good clip that was going around. For sure. And you know what's real? Well, great. What was you, you going? No, you got it. On the heels of that, because I'm moving on. You still got some on that? We missed Utopia. We missed all the Utopia. We didn't talk about Travi. Oh, well, that was just going. We can, we can get to Travi after this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Let's talk about Travis Scott. Shout out to everybody that's spinning that Utopia right now. If you're listening to this podcast, we haven't heard it yet. We're going to actually be shooting this morning, if you listen to this. We're shooting mm-hmm. this morning. So I'm going to be off Twitter. Tonight's where I'm getting off Twitter. I can't get on Twitter. This is Thursday. I'm getting off Twitter because yeah. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to yeah. see nothing. I'm going to just take a night off Twitter. But um, I'm going to be on there to see. <laughs> shout out to everybody that's going to hear Utopia first. If you're listening right now, shout out to the ones that wait for the Realest 9 to listen. If you do that, you are the realest one ever because y'all know how, how we get down. But we're planning on being early this, this yeah. time. Um, Travis Scott's rollout was actually one of the better rollouts we've seen all year, like our legit rollout. He's yeah. got a film that dropped Thursday on the 27th. That joint was called uh, Maximus Circus. Oh, Circus Maximus. Is that joint out already? They, it, he said he was dropping it uh, Thursday. So I don't know if it came out yet. Or I'm, I'm going to go and see oh. if I can see that. But look, I won't watch it because I don't want to hear none of the music. 
Like no, I didn't watch gotta, Metro's joint until after. Until after, after. yep. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I just wanted to, everything to be fresh. But um, he has a real rollout of music. He has music. He put over like 10 different covers out. And we all get to pretty much, you know, play with it. And even before Utopia came, he's been talking about it. Yeah. It's been five, five years ago he was like, Utopia is coming. You know what I'm saying? After yeah. Astroworld. It's been a long rollout for him. It honestly has been a successful rollout. It's dope to see all of the uh the album covers that came out. Honestly, I'm still at this point I'm waiting for the explanation. The one that's gonna be the actual one. Oh, okay, People saying yeah. it's gonna be the up down, upside down, x-ray joint. Mm-hmm. I like the other one where the colors in the gray. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. I think he should do that. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Uh my question to you was two questions. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with this statement right here? This is Travis Scott's most important drop of his career. Yes. I agree with that. Why? I think we just are in a climate. Travis Scott's last album dropped in 2018. Mm-hmm. Right? That was before people just started randomly trashing artists that people love. Believe it or not. I said the only one was Drake. <laughs> Drake was the only one that people was like, oh, yeah, this sucked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? About views, you know, yeah. which was amazing. It's one of his best albums. Hopefully we get views tracks on Saturday. But I think Travis skipped a lot of the heat from this new young crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the appetite or the attention span or whatever of the music listener now is completely changed. Like the way they flipped on Roddy, the way people flipped on... Um, I think Roddy is probably the biggest example I can think of just off the top of my head. Man, it's, it's insane. But, I mean, the way they're flipping on Baby or trying their hardest to flip Baby out right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we saw a little bit of it for Travis Scott with people saying, oh, he hasn't had a good feature or, oh, his features are trash and this better be a good album. If it's not good, I feel like he's solidified already. He's never put out a bad project. But you see that? See how we say that? Yeah. We'll say he never dropped. A trash project. All his shit is fire. That is like unfair almost. Mm-hmm. Because now you have to drop something fire. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, which I, I think he will. He, I think he will. I don't think. I like most of what Travis Scott does. And he'll, he'll lose. If he do an a album full of um, coffee beans, I probably would like it. Depending on Depending what it on. is. Depending on. Yeah. I like the fact that we got that one. So he's going to give us a bunch of elements, but I do think this is important for him because I feel like it's going to be easy for people to start picking on him like they already have. If he put out a trash project, people are going to start talking shit. Yeah. Also, I think it's important because you're looking at somebody who's... You're coming off the... We'll put it like this. I'll say this. It's funny you say if he put a whole album full of coffee beans out, you would probably like it. Because when you look, but look at how people would receive that. People would be like, fuck no, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Drake was doing stuff like Blam, Passion and Fruit, Passion Fruit before? Can you imagine somebody say, yo, Drake should put an album of all pla- Passion Fruit out? Niggas would be like, fuck no. Or if, if they say, yo, this last Drake album was just a bunch of Passion Fruit songs, people would be like, oh, oh, fuck it. It's, oh, fuck it. Just like they did, honestly, never mind. Mm-hmm. But we ended up fucking with that. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yo, Travis Scott definitely has the talent. I don't think his talent is going to let whatever he puts out be bad. I think you're right about it's just going to be if it's what people want. 
if it's not what we want, if it don't remind us of Birds in the Trap, if it don't remind us of Rodeo, I was just listening to Oh My This Side uh, on the way home from the airport, and I'm letting y'all know that is a song that will have you flying. And I'm I'm, I'm, going to see if I make a thread on Twitter about that. Not of songs, but just see what people say. Like, there are certain songs you listen to that just make you drive fast. Yeah. Like, Pele Coat by Dirk, 2023 this yeah. year. I will, I will hit the... I'm putting it in sport when, I, when that come on. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But Pele Coat by Dirk. <laughs> 2010, wintertime, Pele on. I had the Mashico. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, Travis Scott, to me, this is one of his biggest drops of his career also because of what happened after your last album. After your last album, you had one of the biggest, most amazing tours ever, Not but yet. it went up in flames. Not yet. You had to put the apology out. You took the time away. You did everything right. The only last thing you have to do right is return. Is return, yep. That's your hardest thing that you got to do, and you're returning. You coming back to a raw, rough playing mm-hmm. field. It ain't the same open playing field that you came in with. Yep. Think about what music we got in 2018. Victory Lap, Daytona. Uh, what was the other albums that came out? That even some that didn't even, I think, uh, what's the name's last album uh, when he passed away? Mac Miller's last album, I think, might have been 2018, mm-hmm. 2017. Drake had dropped. Cardi. We had I, so Did we much. get KOD that year? We got KOD that year. Uh, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Bro, we had, we were in a good place of music. Where your music was able to shine, yep. you know? We already got some great music. This year is a little bit different. This year, mm-hmm. the playing field does look different. And you know what I will say? Like, KOD came out in 2018. People loved it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? People fuck with it. It's only now that they say, oh, that album was trash, or it wasn't good, or it was actually mid. It's like, I thought we all enjoyed it in 2018. Right. And you know look, I want to say this, too, about Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich dropped that teaser, and everybody... Was talking about how on his IG live the, the 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 views is going down and oh wow, let me tell y'all something. The reason why it's become a trend to hate on Roddy Rich, we already know that it's a trend, but I'm about to tell y'all the reason why. The reason why is his, is because he let people see that it got to him. Yeah. So people want to bury you. People want to once people know that talking about your your big ass head is gonna make you get in your feelings. They're going to talk about nothing but your head. Yeah. Like, once people know that they're getting under your skin, they will get under your skin until yep. you quit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you teach your son. Yeah. Because it's like, we've seen it with Roddy Rich. Like, his music that he dropped wasn't even bad. But because when they said his shit was mid the first time and he was like, yo, I'm about to just, I guess I'm going to just stop. I guess y'all don't fuck with me no more. You gave them so much fuel. Now they want you to do that again. Yeah. They'd rather see Roddy say, I guess y'all don't fuck with me no more, than see him win. You know why? Yeah. Because these are regular people. And you these know are what? regular people mm-hmm. who don't even have shit. That's they want it. you to be back in the hood. They don't want to see you escape. They want you back here. That's a fact. And you know what? There's something to be said about that because it's almost like when you do have a... If, he, if Roddy was a regular up-and-coming artist, you know what I'm saying, or a new artist, people wouldn't treat him that way. Right. But since he already has had success, that's where it becomes like, all right, now we want to see you fall. It's the same thing that's like, that's why people be saying, oh, you be going too hard for a little baby. Like, he's not even that good. And I'm like, I just don't get what the motive is. Like, we're trying to force this man to make different music. I don't even, 
I've asked niggas, and I said this last week, what do you think he should do? So what should he do different? You don't even know. You just want something different, but you don't know what you want, but you're going to get on here and talk about how what he's doing isn't working for you. That's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. other motherfuckers it work for. But it's almost like when people get too successful, we want to remind them how human they are. That's why... Uh, we always talk about keeping your relatability and not getting too Hollywood. If me and Terrence came up here and started wearing nothing but, you know, designer brands and we started talking different and it's like a nigga asks you where you get that hat and you can't say or you acting like you never, you can't get a happy meal no more. That's where you start losing motherfuckers. Right. And it's sad that we even got to do that or else. Let niggas know where you got your shit from. Where you get that bracelet from? This bracelet right here I got from ASOS. Uh, my girl got me this because me, her, and my son have one. This is an Apple Watch. Whatever. I love it. Look, me one and one. <laughs> <laughs> this is my boy Nathan Zed, which if you don't know Nathan Zed, he's an amazing star, legendary a YouTuber. Great videos. Too many, look, too much love for Nathan Zed. <laughs> too much Nathan Zed love this episode. <laughs> uh, these shorts you can't see came from me. I'm, I'm just a humble nigga. That's but, what I'm saying. But, look, but real quick, let me just get it off. My sister made this because, you know, I like that you said that and I want to tell people. Okay. My sister made this one for my, my nephew crew. Uh, I got my girl name on here, Anjoli. That's my boo. Uh, ring right here. I got from... Fuck, fuck, fuck. You got that from, from? Asa? Fashion know. Nova? I don't know if this is from ASOS. These two rings are from H&M years ago. This watch is my boy Christian James. It don't cost a grip, but I love it because it looked like a little... Like a little... Got a little oh, paddock. got a little paddock. Look, going that... Lord, about the paddock. Going that... <laughs> throw it down this. Uh, this shirt I got from this website called lowheads.com. They got great vintage boutique type stuff there. Terrence, all right. We wasn't supposed this to do This hat I got out of a, what's the name, shop in Seattle. This little shop, what's my man's name? It's a reference joint. Y'all go look at All right. Happy for them. All I'm my saying, point. We not too Hollywood is all I'm saying. Right. But my point is, the fact, that, appreciate that. The fact that you have to do that, yeah. that right there is the defense that you got to play because of how people are today. We got to tell each other, we got to keep our relatability. We never want to get too Hollywood. Because once a nigga start popping their shit, yeah, we get money, fuck these niggas. It's all, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, they winning. But when you start to fall, niggas will enjoy it. Niggas will Look enjoy at Adrian it. Broner. Adrian Broner. Floyd Mayweather is one of the only niggas that everybody wanted him to lose or you want him to keep winning. And he right. never lost. He never lost. Adrian Broner came up, and this is some boxing shit. If you don't watch boxing, he was talking shit. When he went down... To Maidana, that ruined his whole career. It was nothing but downhill from there. Because his career was built on this being be that nigga and shitting on people. Yeah. And having this ego and you talking shit and can't nobody say shit to me, can't beat me. Mm -hmm. Then you was popping shit about Pacquiao and he went out there and dubbed you. Right. You know what I'm when you got a career that's on, on cocky shit, when it's time for you to be humble, it really looked bad. It looks bad. Like when you pop, you right. When you pop your shit, it, it, for somebody like Roddy Rich, these niggas can't fuck with me. These niggas can't touch me. But then when niggas... Talk about your music, you say, damn, I guess I'm I guess I'm and now your now your message looks funny. But T, it don't even matter. But that's one thing too that you gotta remember is it don't even matter if you pop and shit like that. Roddy right. wasn't out here saying fuck y'all niggas. He put out a great album that we all love. Then he put out an album that just caught the wrong, the algorithm at the the algorithm at the wrong time. And he waited a minute to put that album out. He did. Yeah. He put that joint out, people hated it. It's my the, most played album of last year. And the <laughs> and the the way people responded was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, not the way people responded, but the way he responded is what people got people on their skin. I don't notice some shit today, too. What? You said some shit 
a nigga said, I forget, and you know who you are too. You probably listen to this podcast. But you said something like, uh, oh, it was the Roddy shit. You said um, the Roddy, not even that bad XYZ. I'll read my tweet if Somebody you said, no, you don't got to go to it. Somebody said, this is trash. And you said, that's how you feel. It's all right or something like that. And he said, do the this reaction. And I said, you know what? I think I just cracked the code. This shit right here. This shit stinks. I don't care what y'all niggas say. It's a snippet and it sounds good to me. Look, give us the Drake and Sense reaction. This is, that, that, I should take a picture of that. Because that is exactly what niggas do. They don't even give a fuck about what you're talking about. They just want to piss you off to get your attention. Then when they get your attention, then they're going to ask you for a reaction. Oh, I, I, you know what? I'm actually a big fan. I was hoping y'all could actually do this. And it's like, why did you do the fuck boy shit to get my attention? Right. Because you know why? If they go, if you go about it the right way, then you don't get shit. When I, I tweet all day and show motherfuckers love all day. The moment I tweet, you know what? This shit is actually, this is stupid or this sucks. Then people say, all you do is hate all day. All you do is hate. It's like almost like y'all blind to the love. And let me say this, just to piggyback. Think about what you're saying. This, this dude, because I said that I like uh, they clone Tyrone, I said that I like uh, Oppenheimer and favorite Barbie. This dude said, man, I'm just glad to see you liking something. Aren't you? Now think about this. Think about if you're the person that likes everything or you're too scared or you're just following the trends of what's good and what's bad. Oh, people don't like this, so I don't like this. There's people... Think about the, the opinion of, of a person who ain't afraid to tell you when something's good or bad in the midst of all of this. Like this Roddy right here, right? Most niggas didn't even press play to listen to the snippet. They saw the IG views dropping, retweeted and said, damn, Roddy fell off. You ain't even give it a chance. Mm-hmm. You just watched everyone else saying it, so you did it. And some of you are watching this right now and I am talking about you, bro, or, or sis. <laughs> you literally don't think for yourself. You just wait to see what the TL says, and then you jump on it. Like, like, like really think about it. Do you really think for yourself, or are you just following the TL? You know. When you look in the mirror, you know. Some of you know damn well, damn, I, just, I was just a follower. I'm going to keep it 100. What was I a follower of a trend? Can you keep it 100 right now and tell me something that you hated and you realize you was just hating because everybody hated it, but you actually fucked with it. Ah, uh, that is actually a great question, and this is a very vulnerable thing. And let me try to think. Really it's a hard one too, because I'm trying. Let to think. me try to think of it. Something that I hated because everybody hated it, but then when I checked it out, it was actually dope. Oh uh, man, mm. that's actually very tough. I would say in hip hop, it could be anything, low key, just to get an example off. For me, hip hop, I'll give my example. It was Roddy Rich's album last year. Remember, I missed the whole hate wave. Mm-hmm. I had just got 2K. I said, fuck it, I'm going to listen to this Roddy Rich album while I play the demo joint where you can only play the, with, the, with the two championship teams. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I said, fuck it, I'm going to listen to the album. I listened to it and I said, yo, that Roddy Rich wasn't bad. Got online to everybody clowning that joint, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Well, maybe I wasn't hating at first, but... That was the first time that I realized, damn. Well, not even, that wasn't the first time, but that was just another time where I realized, damn, I gotta go against the grain because I liked it already, but mm-hmm. I see everybody is going with the hate, but I done already went this way. Mm-hmm. 
I could easily, this is what I'll do. And this is what some of y'all do. Damn, you know what? I enjoyed it. But you know what? Maybe I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Nah, you did. You actually did enjoy it. And people are scared to get and you that. you scared to jump out there in front of everybody and give your opinion. Because and get pussy. the L take. Bro, what? Are you serious? Bro, what? I can't believe this. Get this man off Twitter. Bro. That's why I love hating shit. I love it. I love saying, you know what? Fuck Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, even though they keep winning. Y'all know, know how, I, how the fuck I give it up. I don't give up. I love, I love when people hate. Somebody mentioned me and said I hated all the Travis Scott albums, and I loved it. You know what I'm saying? You know why? I love all of them. But I love that you hate it because you're being keep, honest. Keep your opinion. Yeah. You being, you keeping it a hundred. Some of y'all opinions are ridiculous. Like, bro, who was like, Drake doesn't have a classic album. That opinion you can keep. Nah, yeah. But if you didn't like, if he said, I just didn't like any of Drake's albums. If I'm keeping it 100, I just didn't like it. I respect it. Especially I respect the fact that you're not afraid to say that. Yeah. Hate is more entertaining than, it's more than anything. Think about it. That nigga said that and they podcast clip went viral. They yeah. made it to hella, <laughs> yeah. all the pages. Because we don't move the way we supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We supposed to see whack shit or stuff that we don't agree with and say, fuck this. But guess what? When shit bad happened. It goes everywhere. Like them kids that broke into that house we talked about weeks ago. Mm -hmm. The reason why the kids are thinking that way is because they say, you know what? That's the way you go viral now. You got to do some big crazy shit. Put your life on the line. Jesus Christ, I'm raising a child in this shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and his little little ass better grow up with some, some understanding of the, of the greats. He going to have some sense. Ooh. Jalen Ramsey. Meniscus. Thank God it's only Thank that. Thank God it's only that. He was about to be done. His ass is already the... getting cooked already. I'm sorry. I am so off of the Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the league thing. He got cooked two years in a row. Terrence. Two years man, in a row. Look at his, you can look at the numbers, right? Look okay. at his advanced stats. You know how they say look at so-and-so numbers, but then they talk about late playoff game performance with basketball? Man, what, bruh, who was it that was cooking his ass in the Terrence, Super Bowl? But they won. got Jalen Ramsey in Washington to play alongside, what's bruh's name? He St. Juice. Who y'all got a dope uh, corner? Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller. Mm -hmm. Maybe y'all had 80, 82 on uh on Madden this year. Maybe y'all what if y'all had Kendall Fuller and and you would be happy to get Jalen? He's still a beast. Don't do that. I won't take nothing away from him. I'm just saying. He definitely got cooked a little bit. Like. He came out and was putting himself top three. Don't do y'all forget that? No, yeah. Based on his first couple years, Terrence, he was saying is he not top three. Let's oh, just, you mean all time he was. He, he was, was putting that. his he name said, up there with gorillas. Hold up, bro. You definitely up there, but whoa. Nah, he put his name up there with Chance. good in the league now. <laughs> Chill. You know who will tell you about yourself on the timeline? Um, what's, what's bro? Asante Samuel Sr. Bro, you yes. You back and forth with Sauce? Hey, nigga, you ain't got enough interceptions to be talking to me like that, young blood. Yeah, watch your mouth. I really was the one doing this. And that's why I said these old dudes who have done this, they want to keep their respect when the game is gone. It ain't about today. Always. Nah, true. That's good to wrap back to the Tyler thing because it is the same thing. It's the same thing. Like, do we respect today? And you know and what? And yesterday? That's a fact. We're talking today. Hey, look, this, this is what I want to say. Uh, sending love to the LeBron James family, the, the, the James gang. James gang. It was scary to see, like, news about Bronny and Bronny trending. And they said even the car cardiac arrest because I, I, I saw it when it happened. And they said he's fine. But just to see Bronny trending. And then the first thing you see is cardiac arrest. Keep having to keep reading to see that he was all right was scary. Because I, I would hate that for Bron. Oh, that killed that would That would destroy me for Bron. Especially yeah. now that I got a son. Like, that would, you lose your oldest. That would terrify me. So, I'm happy that he is 
um, in good health. You've seen Braun tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. This is what I did want to say for y'all. Bronny is a, he has a very young cardiovascular system. He's only been on the earth for 19, 20 years. He's in great physical health. He has the stamina to run up and down the court, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. I'm not going to do like everybody else does and say that he, it was a vaccine. I'm not saying that. That's not what this is. What I'm telling you is that it can happen to anybody. We, I've been on the, the earth 30 years next year. Yeah. And a lot of us look great because we lift weights, but get on that treadmill and see how fat, see how how long you could go. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times our cardiovascular system ain't dead. And some of y'all that's in Wendy's line right now getting you a biggie bag. You you got your, you got the podcast, you thought you was doing you something. Thought huh? You was doing something in the drive through. Was you getting a biggie bag? You getting the the double the cheeseburger, the four nuggets, the strawberry lemonade. Or you thinking about it for your fucking lunch break? Don't do it. Because if Bronny, somebody in, in the immaculate shape. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. When well, even, shit like that happened to people that's in shape, I'd be like, all right. Or did you hear about Tori Kelly, the singer that had all the oh, blood yeah. clots and she mm-hmm. had fell out? You yep. know, you don't know, y'all. That's yep. why I don't, I ain't going to say not, not to eat the Wendy's, even though we, yeah. But <laughs> more so even into what we were saying last year, man. You never know. That shit scared the fuck out of me seeing Bronny have cardiac arrest. Y'all know why? I'm one of those people that had ups and downs with health. And did the Google thing, and then it said you're having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. If you search that you got a headache, they're gonna say, "Well, a headache could be simple, or it could be a sign of a very serious issue." Click here for more. You say, <laughs> "Well, shit, it can't be a regular headache because I Google more <laughs> headache, body fatigue. This you are look headache, body fatigue, fever, signs of a heart attack. It's like, okay." I guess I got a headache. Let me try. <laughs> you start saying, my arms feel limb. Take your temperature. Don't let you have a fever. You're going to be rushing to the hospital. Nah, no bullshit. All I'm saying is I have convinced myself several times in my life that I might be having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It just is something that it comes with the, the 2000s way of living because uh-huh. we got Google. All I'm going to say is when I saw that news, I thought immediately about how it is very evident. Like, some idiot tried to tell me, I'm not going to say idiot, no disrespect to y'all. This dude was like, if you don't think, if, if, if basically he's saying, even though we see Will Smith, he said something like, people brought up Will Smith, because he was talking about the Russell Wilson stepfather thing, and I was saying, yo, being a dad don't make you not corny. And he was like, well, I guess Will Smith is corny, because he's a dad, but we don't know what type of dad he is. He, is, he could be. My thing is this, when it comes to people like Will Smith, LeBron James, their fatherhood is literally documented. You can see how much that man loved his kids. It almost looked... You can see he loved his kids more than the game. Hold on, wait, Terrence. Are you bringing it up and... So you're saying you don't... Russ love for... Nah, somebody... Is not documented? No. I was just... He was basically saying... I was saying posting pictures don't say that you this great dad. You know? Oh, okay. Or, or what we see online, it don't always mean you a great dad. You Some know? people are IG dads. That's true. Some that people are Instagram true. dads. Not even just Rush. And I'm not but. shitting on. I'm not saying Rush is that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm just saying we we don't be known to be sitting here saying that this person's not a good father. This person's is. Because mm-hmm. he said, well, if that's the case, we can't say Will Smith's a good father just by, by what we see. But when you bring up somebody like Will Smith or LeBron James, we we met their kids. We're, we're they had interview we, at the interview talking about they. We kids. hear from their kids how great their dad is. Go and look at the video of LeBron James 
literally just had this past ESPYs. Look at two things. The video where he's looking up there at his family, he looks like a kid. Look at my family up on stage. Mm -hmm. I was so happy for him. Then when he's up there, he got to do his handshake with his boys. That's somebody that loved they. If that was my son, it's like, put like this. Also, did you see Deion Sanders riding with uh, Shadura in the Maybach truck? And he was like about to freestyle and he was listening to his son's song. <laughs> I was so happy because I'm like, you know what? He probably loved his son. Mm -hmm. That's why, and I ain't bringing this back up. People saying, oh, Future don't give a fuck about his son. Yo. Y'all don't know. Because even all of it, but you're right though, because the point you make it, even all of that stuff that you may see on Instagram could also be a facade. Yeah. I watched it, uh, it was this dude, I don't know what the fuck he does, but he was like, he interviewed all his sons. He had the oldest to the youngest. He had a like an 18 year old, a 12 year old, and a three year old. Every one of his sons, he said, what do you think I could do better as a dad? And he would, all of them said, spend more time, like more one-on-one -on -one time. They said, we all do stuff together, but I want to do more one-on-one -on -one time. That's what the oldest said. Okay, yeah. You know, maybe we go to the movies or something. I don't know. He, you know, he a cool, cool, yeah, cool oldest. Then the twelve, the eleven year old said, "I want you to do more stuff with me. Like you take me to the park, but then you just let me go, and you and don't I, come get on the slides." And he was like, oh, "Okay, cool, I can do that." The three year old said, "I want you to spend more time with me, right? Like let's do more, more just me and you stuff." And it's like, damn. He was tore up after that. He came back. He was crying. I was crying. Damn. This but, nigga watched a five-minute TikTok. Bro, yeah. <laughs> he was crying because he was like, I do all of the shit that I think I'm doing right. And he said, if I would have never asked that question, I would have never known that that real time is what they really want. So you really, just a, you really never know. You, you can't, don't know. You can't tell from IG. That is the truth. Even though I think my man Russ is doing it. I think Russ is doing it. I'm not going to take that away from him. But I also know for a fact that man LeBron loves his kids. That's how I felt. Nah, for sure. Felt for him when I saw the news. I'm glad that we got good news out of it, you know? 100%. Enough bad news. I don't want to talk about this for too long, but I do have to mention it. NLE Chopper, I think he, he put the nail in the coffin for hip-hop with that latest yeah. drop. Yeah. I almost want to play some of it, but I'm afraid that they're going to copyright it or whatever. But low-key, you have to be kidding me. He basically, if you didn't see, he did a remix to It's Get uh, Hot In Here by Nelly. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I, I want to take my clothes off. Yeah. He said, I want to shoot this nigga so bad. What'd he say? He <laughs> said, I've been waiting so long. He said something about shooting. I've been waiting to shoot this nigga for so long. That's what he said. Trash. It, 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 it was so bad. It's so bad. Let me tell y'all something. This is what I was talking about on Twitter. The beat is exactly the same. It's not even like a sample beat. And mm -hmm. niggas was trying to cap for it and say, oh, because I my tweet was, the argument is always, oh, well, we've been sampling for years. Artists have been sampling for years. And that's true. We do have some covers as well. People like to bring up the... At your best, Aaliyah. That was a cover. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was a very well-known, this is a cover. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is not something different. It's the same thing done by me. It's the same reason why we have uh, a strange fruit by Nina Simone. We have a strange fruit by um, Billie Holiday. We had a bunch of different ones because they're covers. We got a bunch of Ave Marias. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But these niggas nowadays are... Taking the same, it's the same beat. The hook is exactly the same. Yep. 
you just add in a couple different verses. Like, that's why I said it's like remixes. Y'all not even really like sampling anymore. The Lola Brooke joint that she took, I forget which one that she did. It's one of her new joints. And I was like, damn, that is the exact same it's thing. It's the same the Flo, thing. The Flo Millie did the uh, A Millie remix. And mm -hmm. when I saw she did that, I was like, dope. Her name is Flo Millie. She going to put a spin on it. But then she's in the joint talking about she got tougher than Nigerian hair. And I'm like... And you did the same type of video that Wayne did. I get... And then I'm like, damn, she's saying the Wayne lyrics. Why not do your own verse... Even if it is over the same, and she did do her own type of verse, and I kind of, I kind of yeah, fucked with it, but I get a lot you. of your verse was the Wayne verse. I get it. So the best elements of Wayne's verse you added to your song. Why would I listen to you when I can go listen to him? Because you didn't even change it up. Right. I don't know, man. It, it's just when I when I brought this up, I, I meant to say it's just a little bit past homage at this point. At this point, I don't see how the hell NLE Chopper. Can you sit there and make this song and say this and sound just like Nelly? You got an outfit on trying to look like Nelly. You got a Band-Aid on your face. You trying to even make the same video as Nelly. How do you as an artist who would probably say music is your passion, how do you as an artist not feel like you're completely biting or copying somebody that came before you yeah. or riding another nigga's wave? You're going to get on there and say, be yourself. You know, be you. Do you. Don't try to follow. But you're, what are y'all doing in music? New artists? You're going to tell these people when you get your award for your copycat song to be themselves, to do you. But you didn't do you. Nah. You wrote a wave. So all I'll say is we're getting to the point now where you're right. There's no such thing as a cover anymore because even a cover shows homage. Mm. We're past homage. Now we're just completely biting. We're just completely riding waves. Mm -hmm. And the bad thing is these old niggas, I'm sorry, not niggas, these old artists will be cool with y'all biting because it gives them more spotlight. You mm. think Nelly going to have a problem with this? I guarantee you if he didn't get so much backlash and, if, and it wasn't so trash, then he probably get a Nelly remix. Because Nelly would say, oh, hot in here is back. I'm nah, getting yeah. back. I'm going to get on his track. Yep. I don't think he has a problem with it now because niggas might be going to listen to his joint as, as a result. Shit, platforms like Versus that, that brought old music back, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? We did it first. But platforms like Versus that took an artist and made them play their top 20 songs, we're in a post that era. Yeah. Which that also happened during the pandemic. And it also translates to TikTok different too because now like Mariah Carey got the joint going around where people are doing the challenge mm -hmm. and it's like damn like this song came out y'all picked the most random of her hits look at uh speaking of Mar Mariah Carey uh -huh. look at Lotto with Big Energy uh-huh you're riding the Mariah Carey wave right mm -hmm. Be but because it's a Mariah Carey wave shit like that don't get corrected it gets supported that's mm -hmm. why I'm saying we are we actually got out in front of this NLE Chopper thing one because it was Actually, not great at all. It was actually trash, yeah. And two, be, we were able to get out in front of it because it was very obviously biting. But if it was a little bit less trash, a little bit less of a bite, you would see Nelly come behind this. And that's why we've gotten this far. We got this song from Emily Chopper because the environment says, okay, I'm going to show... Love, I'm gonna just do a remix to this person's song, and we don't have an environment where the old people are like, Yo, that's my shit. Imagine Nelly coming out and saying, Yo, bro, why, why are you biting my shit? Mm -hmm. Artists would not want backlash from 
older artists so they would create their own. Because these older artists support these new artists doing what they doing because it's giving them the shine, mm -hmm. we keep getting regurgitated bullshit. There's probably old artists that want somebody to come spend a block on one of their tracks and get their TikTok Yeah, because I want that because I'm going to get the... You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of where the game is now. But And even when we were talking about like covers, like I brought up Ave Marie and um and um Strange Fruit. Those are songs that are sung. It's a cover because it's done different. It's like the same song, but since you're a singer and I'm a singer, but we're different, like in what we do, my cover is different than your cover. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's different too because you actually have to be able to sing. You know what I'm saying? Like for your cover to work. But now it's just like we doing covers for rap songs. I, I don't know. So, yeah, like Hot in Here going to come on and we got to determine if it's NLE Chopper or Nelly. Do you remember when uh, G-Eazy redid uh, Return of the Mac? His yes. joint starts just like Return of the Mac. And then you come on. Oh, I'm skipping this every time. I need to hear Mark Ronson, not uh, Morrison, not you. You know what I'm saying? Me and uh, I was just telling my girl this. There's one part of Return of the Mac. That we are all waiting for. The ad libs, we're all saying the ad libs. I don't know if y'all know. Return of the Mac. Ad -ad. We all yeah. saying the ad libs, right? Uh, What's the ad lib? Again. You just said it. <laughs> the ad lib we are all waiting for is once again. You are on your peak. <laughs> Do you know what that song's about? No. Think about what he's saying. Return of the Mac, meaning I'm coming back. Did that song come out with the movie The Mac? I don't know. That's a great question. I haven't seen The Mac. You have seen The Mac. I'm, I was about to say since college. Oh. Max Julian, I was just at the National History Museum for Black uh, History and Culture. <laughs> and they have Max Julian's cape that he wore in the Mac in that joint. For real? Yes, I was geeking in that joint. You're the only nerdy. Do y'all know what this is from? This I is have from it me. on video, but I didn't put it in the vlog because I said, look at my nerd ass. And my girl was not reacting. Hey, do you know what this is? Ah, <laughs> uh, youngster. <laughs> look. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who the Mac is? We watching tonight. <laughs> 20 years, Jody. Let's see where you be at in 20 years. <laughs> he gave us some real shit. Yep. Oh, he was man. trying so hard to give Jody tough love. He could have killed him. Bro, if you go back and look but at that. But that's my Look, that's my, my, lady's, my lady's son. Rowdy but ass son. But he think son. he can talk to me any type of way like I'm not a real nigga. That's why he said if we was in the jailhouse, I'd make you get on your you knees, knees and, and fix it. That's one of the best movies ever. Did you see how the response to you saying the uh, street niggas do gay shit stuff from last week? It was <laughs> like that was the wildest shit. That's an example of, of Melvin. Melvin would not be out here trying to be Taylor, a Don't go and take us into a whole I'm big not, thing. I'm not. I'm just saying, y'all see, he was worried about his woman. But if I was in jail, <laughs> I got to get a nut off. <laughs> it's nuts. Anyway. So if you was in jail, you would. Terrell. <laughs> that's what you said. I'm going to do what y'all did. I ain't never going to go to jail. I don't know. <laughs> but look. Never ask me no disrespect with shit like that ever again in your life. Look. And you can take this part out. But never fucking ask me. <laughs> Forget to take it out. <laughs> hey, look, y'all. This is another thing. If you ever see a clip on this visual podcast where Terrell's listening and not talking, but I'm talking, but the, the thing is on Terrell and he's just sitting here like this. Like last week, they just yeah, had a clip. Yeah, nigga, set me up. I said, "What the fuck?" They did. I had one for me too. I I, I accidentally clicked the, the 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 thing that goes the the 
You know, accidentally. Don't nobody want to hear about your mistakes. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that is not done purposely to show reactions. Most of, of the time, it's a mistake. Okay, moving on. We're going to hit course of action. We got a lot of course of action to get into this week. I ain't going to say a lot, but shout out to the got people that said course of actions. I'm going to try to use some of y'all course of actions over the next couple episodes. And the good thing is I have some of y'all names. Only one of them that I'm going to do, I'm not going to say the names. But if you hit me on Twitter, for the people that hit me on Instagram, I'm sorry. I, and, and I know y'all know there was not enough characters in that little box for y'all to really get in y'all bag. Nah, yeah. I'm going to try to... Figure out something that we could do where y'all could say all of your course of action. Terrell, turn that video off. <laughs> he got a video of his son that makes me cry. Uh, but the first one that we're going to go with is not somebody from Twitter. This is somebody that hit me on Instagram, but I thought it was hilarious. It's the only one from Instagram, y'all. If you hit me on Instagram, I'm going to do something else so we can get y'all in there. I don't know if it's a, I don't know how I'm going to do it. But right now, I got some ones from Twitter. And if you hit me on Twitter, you'll probably hear your name, which is dope. Uh, but the first one. Okay. <laughs> it says, your girl gets a little too excited watching the Mallory Bros podcast. Only reason why I want to do this one is to let bros girl know this is a real thing. This is a real situation. It says, a real situation. Oh, shit. Hopefully this doesn't get you in trouble, bro. But if you're his girl and you're doing too much watching this podcast... You need to fucking chill. You need to you need to cool it. You Just, need to cool the fuck off. Let my man live. Don't tell him that you want him to have a brolic build like Terrell. Terrence, I'll, don't tell him that you want him to have that. That needs to be addressed. You're uh, calling me brolic, but this nigga is the one that's starting to look like GI Joe, not me. Don't tell him. Terrell's responsible. He's he's patient. Terrence, hold on, wait. You see how Terrence cut him off and he don't say shit. I need a. Hey, he Terrence, hold on, wait, because you try to make this funny. Which, if I was bro, I would be pissed. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm saying, don't measure my man up. Nobody said she was doing that, Terrence. Now you adding layers to it. What is I would be too, pissed off. What does little too excited mean to you, Terrell? She just getting a little too excited when these niggas show up. Relax. Watch the pod. Oh, okay. I see how you're looking at it. Calm yeah. down. It's almost like if your girl get too. You have. Have you ever been in a situation in your life? When your girl see a nigga that's her friend, 100. and she just get a little too excited, mm -hmm. and you like, damn, you really miss this nigga. You really laughing at this nigga. You real hee-hee-ha-ha -ha with this nigga. For sure. Girl, don't start me up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't start me up, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was real been... funny. Yeah, I got you. All right, my yeah, bad. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, damn, you thought that was hilarious. And the only reason why I say that is because let you even chuckle at a bit. Nah, see, they would have an issue with it. When I hear because, get, gets a little too excited watching the Mally Rose podcast, the reason why I started saying measuring them up because, like, I'm thinking if you said some responsible shit, like you say, because you look like a camp counselor. <laughs> <laughs> when you say some responsible shit, she might say, you know. All right, come on, dog. I'm not, you know, but I get what you're saying. If it's nah, a yeah. joke and she laughing, ah, rewind it. You see how he said, hey, look, look I heard him. Much. I heard him. <laughs> I don't know why it's not letting me rewind back. It's making me go forward past these niggas. He trying to go to the serious topic. <laughs> 
Let's see what he had to say about Jonah Hill. Right. Let's see if you like that. Or the Kiki Palmer. You heard what he said, Kiki? Let's watch the last week. You seen a Woman King episode? <laughs> <laughs> but look, I know what that's like, fellas, when your girl definitely get a little too excited. You getting real giddy. You getting real hee hee ha ha. Oh, let me tell you. You ever have a girl tell you about an, a, one of their friends or some shit he did? And it don't uh-huh. even be funny? Yeah. Oh, you thought that was real funny. Let me see this nigga. Nah, yeah. Sometimes you just <laughs> you gotta live. Start- <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta live in that salt. Like you just gotta live in that. Like, all right, it's really not that funny. It ain't. But I'm gonna just let you rock because I guess that's who you fuck with. Or I'll never forget 2015. I was in a relationship. Sheesh. <laughs> if y'all, if we could get on a magic school bus time machine and just go and meet, take y'all and y'all watch Terrell from 2015 to 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 2015, I was in a relationship. I'll never forget my girl seeing this nigga that I guess she hadn't seen him in a long time. That I guess they had been friends for a minute. When I tell y'all, she gave this man the hug that I mean, see, like the Drewski video in real life. Like, you know, yes, the, yeah. I have been through that where she was drunk, you know yeah. what I'm saying, or tipsy. She hugs the nigga from up top around the nigga's neck. Nah, yeah. And I'm te- when I tell you, this nigga had his hands around her, her waist. His arms was better than mine. We talking about 2015. Not 17. No. 15. 15. Not 17. 15. 15. 15. Oh, okay, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I remember. Nah, let me let me jump in. I remember. Yeah, I was trying to fuck with uh, shorties that was out there too. And I remember she went and sat on this nigga's lap. And I'm like, oh, that's you? Like y'all talk? And she was like, nah, that's just so and so. We all know him. I'm like, y'all all sit on that nigga's lap? What uh-huh. the fuck? I'm telling you. Some, you remember that? Yeah, I, remember I remember that, that. nigga was in there. I'm like, damn, you would think he's slamming all of y'all. What the uh-huh. fuck? Who is this nigga? I don't give a fuck that he went to y'all church. Uh-huh. I don't know what y'all do out here. I'm from PG County. I'm we from PG do County. We don't do this. We don't do that. I'm real vocal <laughs> with that when I'm on 206. Like, hey, look, I'm not from. I'm from PG County. Where? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, nah. 100%. But yeah. I've been in a situation where your girl just get a little too comfortable, and then after the fact, she tried to play the wow, so now you're, you know what I'm saying? You're insecure. Yeah. Now I'm insecure. And you see, this is why the Kiki shit really triggered us men. <laughs> Did you see the girl who had her face on IG? She was like, ah! <laughs> that looked even more. That wasn't worse because Loki was more genuine. Uh-huh. But even that is like, we just have to watch our women just... Turn into kids over That's why men, but we can't do the same thing. But this is my thing with the, like, just not even going to the Kiki thing, but just shedding some insight on men, and we can all agree here. The ladies were so focused on what he said, and we had all looked right past that. We knew exactly what he was, had a problem with. <laughs> yeah. But women are so, you know, like, but he said, and get what you're saying, but he chose to talk about, and it's like, ah, we never going to agree because you so stuck on this. But all of the men, we knew exactly what that was. 100%. That's why that shit triggered a lot of us, because we all have been in that situation. That's why Drewski made the video on it. 100%. And, bro, I'm going to keep it a hundo. Let me give y'all some insight about a, a girl and her friends. Like, the friend. There are girls who grew up and have real male friends. And you will see your girl turn into this different, more funny, open, 
type of inside joke. Uh huh. You have to sit as a man and eat that because sometimes your girl will have a friend that she's known, a male friend that she's known for a long time that does bring out the goofy side. Fellas, I want y'all to think about all of your real female friends, right? The ones you're not trying to slam. The ones that you might, uh, you might mm -hmm. probably would, but you, you know you can't. Those girls, normally you have that playful relationship with. So when they see you, they automatically jump on the playful relationship, the inside jokes, the, oh, you remember you fell, or remember that? Ah! Shit like that is annoying as fuck when you knew and, and around somebody. But look, that comes with the, with the turf. It's on you to learn who bruh is. It's on you to understand and become uh, uh, cool with bruh. Just because yeah, you that's your only way in. You can't jump to the insecurity because that yeah. nigga has more power than you right now. That nigga has history with her. And instead of seeing that as a threat, fellas, I, it, it's, it feel like a threat. You got to gauge your girl's behavior, his behavior, but you always got to play cool. I'm never mm -hmm. going to have an issue with it. Even if I don't like the hug, I ain't sapping the night. I ain't going to not talk to the nigga. I'm going to still dab the nigga up when he leave. You handle that shit behind closed doors so your girl's not embarrassed. Feel uh -huh. me? But you, I'm only telling y'all this to give y'all the, the fact that that come with the territory. You're not going to like it. But if he was there when she was younger and she was able to grow and he was a, there, you still got to monitor the situation. Mm -hmm. You know? 100. That's, that ain't never. They, ain't, they always got to monitor. Mm -hmm. I, don't want, I don't like to be the dude that always go back to years. Yeah. But we all have also talked to that person that told you that somebody wasn't a problem and they end up being a problem. 100%. So you just got you just got to monitor that whole the person they told you not to worry about is now the person they're fucking. Oh yeah, 100%. The worst. So you, we all been there. So you can't that's the thing though. You can't trip because again, they have more relationship equity than you. If you start tripping and you're the new guy and she's known bruh for 10 years, you're going to lose When he out. say the new nigga you talking to is weird, you're going to lose that Tug of war. You're she already trusts the nigga. She already has. Yeah, she trusts him. You already think the nigga's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you might just need to get out of that whole situation, Terry. All right, come on. We spent way too much time on that one. Uh, okay, bet. This one is by my mom. Uh, it's not over. I don't know what the fuck I was just about to say. This one is by my guy from Twitter. I don't even know if this is my guy. Just somebody. Royce at Young Funny Guy. Dope. Shout out to you, bro. Dope. It says, "What would you do?" If you start falling for one of your best friends of like a year or so, and y'all literally kick it all the time, but she doesn't know, do you keep playing it cool or do you let it be known? That's a good situation right there I wanted to bring to it because okay. I feel like we might have like talked that. about this a, a minute, but what you think, Terrell? You got somebody, like he said, one of your best friends of like a year or so. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you put fresh. that in there. Yeah. And y'all kick it all the time, but she doesn't know. Do you keep playing it cool or let it be known? Nine times out of ten, she, if y'all kick it all the time, I would say nine times out of ten, she probably feels something for you too, bro. It may not even be, like, love, like what you're saying, like, mm -hmm. but she may have some feelings for you, for y'all to be kicking it all the time, for y'all to consider each other best friends. So, I would say something about it, and I think... And in situations like this, we'd be scared to fuck up the friendship, but you're yeah. already miserable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You are already miserable because you fall in love with this girl and you don't know if she's falling in love with you, but you don't know if you want to say something because I guess you're afraid if you tell her you, in love, you fall in love with her. Then you lose. 
She's going to say, oh, I'm cutting this whole shit off. Mm-hmm. But you're, you got to choose which, what misery you want to deal with. Yeah. And I think it's healthier for you to say something. And even if she does cut the whole shit off, at least I've been a best friends with somebody back in high school. But I was best friends with somebody. And then they, and I liked them. And then they got in a new relationship. Yeah. And it was like, damn, and now they're telling me about their new relationship. I'm going on a date. And then, oh, that's painful. That is painful. So I would say, say something. But my advice to you is going to be slightly different because I could easily say, not easily say that, but I would also say that. But another thing that I would tell him, just because I'd be thinking about us men, mental health, you need to ask yourself how much you value just being best friends with this girl. Is kicking it all the time bringing you like so much joy that it's turning into love. And that happens with men and women mm-hmm. relationships. What you're saying is so true that once you make that move, there's no turning back. Mm-hmm. Once you put your hat in the ring with everybody else that's trying to get at her, there's no taking it out. You can never go back to just being her best friend or being a friend, you know? So you really need to, Ask yourself, ask yourself if you're able to even sustain a relationship right now. Let's say you're not able to sustain a relationship, but you fucking love this girl, but y'all are just friends, right? I live two different ways. I, one person says, live with your heart on your sleeve and take that risk. But I also say, be careful that, make the timing right. Like, I believe in divine timing. Your waiting is not always you bullshitting. Your waiting sometimes is divine timing. You're, 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 you're sitting back. Make sure the timing is right before you decide to put yep. yourself in, the, in, the, in that position because you can lose it all. And now instead of you not getting the girl you want, you didn't get the girl you want and you lost a friend. So you telling me y'all kick it all literally all the time. Well, then that sounds like this might be somebody that is a part of your joy. Somebody that's a part of your peace. You need to understand that mm-hmm. you're challenging your peace by putting yourself in the position to be one of them. Because if she takes it away from you, do you have a replacement for that? If you don't, this is my thing. But Tans, don't you feel, well, question for you. Don't you feel like you're digging yourself deeper and it's going to, it's going to hurt worse if you just wait because you may never have a replacement for that. And that's why I say your waiting ain't always bullshitting. Yeah, you're going to take L's in this life where you waited too long and not talk to a girl, but it, the timing has to be right because you want to go and take the risk, but you got to be ready to take the list. I mean, the risk. You got to make sure you have a parachute before you jump out of the plane because you're going to hit your face. But what if you think you can fly? I mean, if you think you can... That was, that was fire. I just asked him. <laughs> I didn't think that that was fire because you can think you can fly all you want. You still need a parachute. That, but, but you never... But see, that's the thing. You, then you're Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> that's what I was getting ready to say. You, you tell him he needs a parachute means he'll never jump if he feel like he needs a parachute. But what if you can fly? Oh, I'm not telling you and, you need and, somebody else. I'm saying make sure your life is in order for you to take the loss from this risk. Okay, that's fair. If you're going to invest... You can't be saying, I'm going to put 500 in this, and I need this 500 back. You got to be invested <laughs> in saying, yo, I'm going to put this 500 in hope that it go up. I'm saying, we see a lot of dudes just risk it all, and then you depress. 
But he's already depressed, is my point. Bro, I did not say he was depressed. He's not depressed, but you in a situation that will depress you worse. He is in a situation that, that'll challenge you, but man up! That's not going to depress you being friends with a woman. Terry, he's not depressed. How Stop you want to say he need to wait? Man up. Terrence, hold on, wait. How you going to say he need to wait and get all his ducks in a row and make sure this and that and then go to man up? Manning up would just be the accent, Terrence, right? I'm manning up you saying he's depressed because he's a friend right now. Hold on, wait. He's in a tough situation. He ain't depressed. Terrence, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he stay in this situation, this can depress you worse because what if Shorty don't really feel that for him? And since he's falling deeper in love, he she going to get a new boyfriend. She going to get a new boyfriend. He falling in love. Yes, she go get a new boyfriend. He really gonna be hurt. Verse, it would hurt worse, Terrell, if he got cut off. Uh, uh, Twenty twelve. Okay, I'm sorry to cut him off, y'all. All right, y'all hate me. You were with a girl and was her best friend. I remember that. And fell for her. I remember that. While watching her talk to another dude. Two relationships. And I remember she got with another dude, and you were still her best friend. And guess who was in your corner saying, "Bruh." You need to be with her. You need to be with her. You need to be with her. But you waited until the right time. I bullshitted. I could have had her before that last nigga did. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I bullshitted. And so, you know, we, had to we talked about that a long time ago. Like, when we got in the relationship, she was like, you should have said something before I got uh, with her. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's why I started. That be cap low key. It do. But you're right. But I started by saying nine times out of ten, she do feel something for you. If a girl is calling you every night. Talking to you every night or willing to come kick it with you all the time and y'all on some platonic shit, nine times out of ten, she probably does feel something for you. It's not always, fellas, don't get carried away. It's not like a sexual thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like a, she might like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She could think you are the only one in her lineup that actually has good conversation and doesn't ask what pan, color panties she got on. Right, yeah. As soon as you shit. come with that energy, she putting you right over here with, with them. Right. So you got to so, be careful. You got to make sure the timing is right. You know what people say a lot? Me and you argue, but we saying the same thing or we're, we both agree. So uh -huh. I think we both agree with each other. Yeah, we agree. And bruh, great. Question, I fuck with Chava fucking with us on the course of action. <laughs> All right, bet. Uh, next one is by at Jalen Banks. Easy Money Slim. Shout out to you, bro. KD fan. <laughs> yeah, KD fan. Easy Money Slim. MD Native. Uh, oh, yeah. Easy Money Slim. He's got to be from here. <laughs> Hopefully, because you said Katie. Nigga from, uh, nigga from Montana. Montana. <laughs> but not D.C. <laughs> you and Shorty got two kids together. Monday, you find out that your seven-year-old son has an emergency surgery to get. Tuesday, blood work get drawn, and you find out he's not yours. Yikes. Uh-huh. Wednesday, he's, he needs the surgery and needs your kidney. Do you still give him your kidney? I think it's real easy to make these questions and make it seem like, oh, fuck that. I ain't getting my kidney. My kidney. If you take a child and raise that child from nothing, from can't even eat on their own, to them walking, to them going to school, to you seeing that seven-year-old mean you're going to be there for the preschool graduation. You're going to be there when they have their first day of kindergarten. You're going to be there when they first even start saying words. Yeah. You're going to love that kid like your own, whether that's your kid or not. That's the most dangerous shit about the whole situation. Because if it's me, I already am, I got uh, unwavering love for that child already. Yeah. I'm going to give them my kidney. I might have an issue with her now, 
But my love for that kid will never change. And yeah. I would still be his dad because guess what? Why would I take that from him? He didn't ask to come to the world. Bro, you know I'm kind of like a little... 100%. And I'm, you know you done made me that way. Terrell's definitely had a big effect on me. I'm, of course, my nephew. And all I'll say is re the most important thing that I saw in this one was your seven-year-old son. I want y'all to think about a seven-year-old that you know. Yeah. I wonder if my homegirl out Seattle, be real. I wonder if her son, Dash, is seven. or, or it, He's at such a tender, young age. There's no way you could look at his face and be like, your mother lied, so I'm not giving you. There's no way. You could have all the problems in the world with her, but like... You a real, if you on man time, you can't yeah. look at that, that seven-year-old face and leave him hanging. Mm -hmm. And it's easy for people to say they would, but mm -hmm. are you willing to live with the fact that since he didn't get a kidney, he passes away? Right. You got that much pride? Right. I, I mean, look, be able you're in a that. fucked up situation, but. Yeah. Ah. That's a tough one. That, like, you're gonna making everybody sad now. Can his mother give a kidney? <laughs> I mean, because it's only right she lied. The doctor's <laughs> going to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I just got some information. I just got information. I'm not signing. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Easy Money Slim. I like that one, but I knew how we was going to answer that one. This last one is funny. I feel like I can't. I his name isn't even Easy Money Slim, Terrence. His name is Jalen. Oh, well, that's his Twitter name. Easy Money Slim. That's like me calling you. What was your name up the joint? Oh, you put Terrence up there. Probably, yeah. But my name is Terrence up there with a spicy joint. Uh, this next one. And last one. I think it's a funny one. Uh, this one's by my, up by this guy, Rashawn. Rashawn. At Raddy670. Back. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. He said, this is a wild one, Terrence. You and Terrell go on a double date with your girls, and y'all girls start getting into it and start scrapping in public. <laughs> Oh my God! How do you defuse the situation then, and what steps do you take to mend things later? I thought I don't know why that was funny, but I feel like that is a. Imagine that situation, where me and you go out, and let's say they start getting into it. Uh huh. Right. I, what would be your course of action in that situation? I think it's it's just if it, it gets to a point where shit's about to come to blows, this night should end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You probably drove. I probably drove. We probably met at a location. Yeah. Go ahead and y'all drive home. I'll call you later. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as adults, we can't let shit, as, as adults and as men, we got to maintain control of the situation and not let shit come to blows like that. Yeah. Words might be said that might be, you know, hurtful or whatever, but even still, you never want it to get to the point of them scrapping. Now, let's take the political whatever out. Yeah. And let's say they did start scrapping, right? Mm -hmm. We about to break it up. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then you have to... I don't know what it would look like trying to get it, them back together. That's why I said... <laughs> That's a, such a tough situation. I don't ever see that happening. That's First why thing, I That would never happen. I don't think that would ever happen ever. Like, I think, I think if we went on a double date and they started getting into it, to the point where they started scrapping... I would think that somebody knows something that I don't. That'll be the only justification yeah. for it going that far. Yeah. I look at Terrell and say, what happened that I don't know? I want you to think about if we went out and they really started scrapping. It'd be like, what the fuck? It would nah, never yeah. get there. Yeah. Think about it. We both got women that if it were to, let's say Terrell's girl was being real 
slick on my girl, saying real, whatever. That's dumb as shit. Why the fuck would I do? If she was on that energy, my girl not the type to snap back. My girl the type to be like, my girl the type to look at me and then look back and then look at me and then be like, afterwards, we would both be hearing a bunch of adults. Yeah, yeah. It would, we, they were handling like an adult. And you wouldn't, you know, I would know why she was acting that way. Right. There's no way she would do that. And you, like, if you're, like, I was like, the flipping situation. If your girl was doing that to my girl, my energy is at you. Cause I'm yeah, like, like, what happened? What happened? Because I know you would know. And that's why these calls of action be funny as shit because yeah. it's like, there's so much context that would have to be there for this situation to happen. Right. And also, me and Terrell are like that. You know what I'm saying? So they both. Me and Terrell's girl is 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 straight. It's so funny because somebody said that they would watch a 20-minute exclusive special if if both of our girls got up here and just talked about me and you. Oh, because yeah. talking to me and Terrell probably is an experience for both of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's why I don't think our girls would ever argue. Cause if it was an argument or a fight, it would me and Terrell would have to be fighting too, probably. If, if, if yeah. that's the case. Yeah. Maybe. You ever see Blue Jasmine? Maybe I said that. Your girl can invest her money, and then I lost the money. And then she like, you know what? You lost my fucking money. And you look, your money too. So you're like, I mean, you did lose the money. Yeah. And like now <laughs> we going, look, now she trying to have my back. Don't bring that up at this table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if it was something stupid like that, I'm thinking that. But like, it's funny. They say start scrapping in public. First off, scrapping in public, I think I would just let them. Nah, Terrence. That's your pride and joy. You're not going to let that happen. That's my child's mom. Oh, see, I see how you're looking at it. Yeah, I can't. I can't let that happen. I wouldn't like, you know, I ain't gonna I let them fight, wanna, but I'm gonna just be like, all right. I don't wanna break that up. You know what I'm saying? We gotta explain them scratches to a kid. You, my, my mind is in a completely different element. I'm like the UFOs that just got here. You don't gotta explain that. She can go in on her Mrs. and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You trying to be one of them transparent parents. What did he say? <laughs> let me tell you why mommy has a scratch on her face, okay? We was at the Red Lobster getting the endless shrimp. <laughs> Things got heated. Nah, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't, it's too much. Mommy has a gash because if you listen. If you <laughs> <laughs> doing it wrong. Hey, is that your last one? Because I got one. That's a, nah, that, was, that was my last one. All right. Uh, shout out to Tyrell. Been a Patreon for two years. Um, Rada. Two years. Realist nine. Realist. Um, and I think he lives in Canada. So shout out to y'all. Shout out. He's paying a little bit more a month. So shout out to y'all even more for that. But um, got a course of action for y'all. If you see this, I work at a hospital, and this shit just came to me during a shift. Oh, shit. Nigga was working, doing his notes, and said, oh, shit, you know what? Let me ask these niggas. Let me ask them. He says, while at work stocking, a box falls from the top shelf and hits your shorty in the head. That's how you know he from uh, Canada. Canada. Shorty. Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hits your shorty in the head. Funny as shit. Uh, she's knocked unconscious and brought to the hospital. You hear the news, rush over, and immediately then find her ex sitting bedside, holding her hand and rubbing her head. What's your next course of action? So basically, a girl gets hurt at work. You hear, you go to the hospital, and her ex is in there like, it's all good, bae. It's all good. <laughs> you gonna be good. Your girl's in there with tubes, and she, she don't know. It's just like what we said in the last joint. You have to contain yourself in 
save it for the after, I guess. Hell no, Terrence. Terrell, no. first off, the last thing that you can do is go in there and blow up because now you look like you don't give a fuck about how she feel because bruh gonna play the, whoa, 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 she just got a box on her head. <laughs> you coming in hot? This'll be okay. Get him out of here. Uh, now nah, they calling you out. <laughs> and his ass is in there. And look, she's unconscious. She don't know what the fuck is going on. That's why you got to walk in with the puzzle face. You're not even looking at her. You're just looking at him. I'm Scrabble. Can't find a word face. What happened to her? Box fell on her head. Cubic. 1.7 cubic foot microwave. Oh, shit. Was it an over the range? But look, I'm still looking at him. How long was she at? You still out? Who's he? Nah, the doctors? Who is who? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I would have a conversation with Brow outside. Yeah, that. Same. It would be like, yo, can I, let me rap to you. Can yeah. I just rap to you outside the door real quick? You know, we step out and I'd be like. Are you like an emergency contact? Did they call you? Did they, did they, did they hit you or something? I appreciate you, you know. I would tell him I appreciated him, though, on the real. If he's there consoling her and I'm not there, low-key, I don't care if that's her ex. I'm not insecure. I'm, I'm going to say, yo, bro, low-key, I appreciate it. But look, oh, you was on an emergency contact list? You would appreciate the nigga. You have to. That's, that's playing chess, not checkers. This nigga was there consoling your girl when your girl could be there with nobody. So low-key, you can't get so mad at an ex being conveniently there. Because look, why the course of action is you don't really know why he's there. That's Damn. my question. Fuck his brush showing up. Because now, look, maybe look, you should have got hit in the head. Well, maybe the box <laughs> fell on your head when you was wet, bruh. Why does he hit? Why How does he even know the box bro, fell yeah. on your head? Where was you at? You she was at the Best Buy. And he's working there part-time. She got total tech support. <laughs> what, sir? <laughs> Honestly, that's one of those situations that would be super unfortunate. It's that just would be... so much shit that would unravel behind that. Why, yeah. why is he for here first? And then your girl would wake up and say, look, I think I need juice. You had her the juice? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to try to walk. And you walking her? <laughs> and I think I want to walk back. You need help? You want me to call somebody? Call somebody else up here that was here first? Huh? Never mind. <laughs> Let's walk. <laughs> you but look, you opening up the conversation? How many people you got on your emergency <laughs> contact list? <laughs> <laughs> you thought in the throw hits? Anybody can show up at any time, right? <laughs> Crazy who's there for you in times when need. No such thing <laughs> as a coincidence. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as a coincidence. I listen to the Mallory Rose podcast. <laughs> You get a little too excited when you watch them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet. Look, let's hey. get a movie, movie suggestion of the week. Hey, you a funny nigga. You could dead ass be a comedian. Nah, it's real. Nah. <laughs> Yo, you no, could be a comedian. That's I knew you was funny gonna say that. Call back. <laughs> you know I love when niggas do that. That's what I want to say. And that's my time. And that's my and time. And that's my time. That's it. <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. All right, bet. I don't give a fuck what we talked about. Wow, that nigga's crying. Because that shit was funny. Look, I'm, I'm laughing. Let me I'm tell like, y'all something about Terrell. Terrell loves a well-placed joke. He will <laughs> laugh your joke through the, throughout anything. He will make you feel so good about your joke. He will laugh it out if it's good. Nah, I tell you, that was a, just a brilliantly placed yeah. call. Man. Come on, bro. That is what comedians do. Can you think about how brilliant that was? 
Yo, I'm telling you, we talked about the nigga that said his girl watched too much. Yeah. For you to do that. I'm telling you that shit. That's why my eyes water, because it's a good joke. No, nah, yeah, that was That is a that great joke. He does this when you tell a joke, he'll say it was a great joke. <laughs> that is a fucking great Terrell joke. Terrell will tell you, yo, that's a great joke. <laughs> you can't just let it be funny. Man, that's funny. That made me like cry laugh. Nah, yeah. That's how good of a joke it was. All right, man. <laughs> Movie, movie suggestion of the week. I might never forget that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> forget joke. I might Come never on. forget that. Come on. All right. Movie suggestion of the week for me is going to be Your Honor, um, Brian Cranston, Isaiah. Um, damn, what's my guy's name from Shit? From uh, he was in uh, The Wire. They gotta go Shit. I don't even know his, his name. Is Isaiah something? Um, it's a great. It's a great show. It's it's on uh Paramount Plus. And it's only two seasons. I, I still got a couple episodes to finish in season two. But basically, the show is about a um, a judge whose son hits this kid on a bike, right? Mm-hmm. Kills the kid. But he runs. So it's like a hit and run. And but he's kid, a judge. And the kid dies. So yeah. he comes home to his father, who's the judge. And the judge, and he's like, we got to go in type shit. Like, yeah. I have to take you in. And it's okay. It was an accident you didn't know. But when they get to the... Police station, they see that the nigga who the son, the boy who they kill, his father's the head of the biggest crime family and whatever. So that's all I'm gonna tell you. Brian Cranston is the lead. And where you watch that? Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. I think I got that. All of the seasons of SpongeBob are on there. Every single season of SpongeBob is on Paramount Plus. That was honestly a great thing to see when we clicked. These streaming things are like credit cards that we just. It's ridiculous, you know? It is. My movie suggestion of the week, I want to start off by eating my words. When this movie came out, I didn't like the trailer. I didn't like the concept from looking at the trailer. I thought it was just going to be more stereotypical, you know, trash, to be honest. It's called They Clone Tyrone. I thought with a title like that, we we saw it was co-written by a white dude. I just knew, based on what I'd seen before, I judged this movie and mm-hmm. said, you know what? It's just more trash. I will 100% get up here and say that I was 1,000% wrong. I want to apologize for disrespecting anybody that might have starred in the movie, that might have felt slighted by the fact that I said that I wasn't even checking it out. But um, since Dame, uh, definitely round of applause for Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. being back in good health. And with that news, I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. You know, we we just gonna put it on. We put it on. My girl fell asleep. I watched the whole thing. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, my girl fell asleep. I fell asleep, but then I finished it the next day. The ending smacked me in my face. The concept, I loved it. It was great. I have criticism, of course. I think Tiana Paris is the, one of the biggest overactors in Hollywood. I'm telling you, she's the same woman who was in Chirac. Oh yeah, she did the same thing in Chirac. I feel like you know. I feel like she kind of go over the top a little bit, but that could be direction. It could be whatever. I, 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 there's stereotypical stuff that I'm going to talk about, whatever. I'm not even going to say it. That movie was damn good. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. Terrell will tell you, as soon as the movie it. went off, I called him and said, bro, you have to watch it. And, and mm-hmm. I have to eat words on the podcast. Yep. I get up at 6 a.m. with my son every morning, and I always find something new to watch. I watch the, trans- the new Transformers. That's on Paramount Plus, too. Uh, but... I watched that movie after your recommendation, and I said, man, this was actually a really good movie. 
and it's it's deeper than it's it's very much like Get Out in a way, yeah, like Jordan Peele in a way. You know the messaging in that movie. If you read between the oh ha 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 shit, mm-hmm. it is some very very real shit. And the end just like solidifies it. The like, end, yeah. Man, that's a great movie. That was a great movie. Jamie Foxx was kind of blowing me in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Paul. Yeah. But like, he was kind of like, it, I was like, this is kind of cringy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, very much. This yeah. this pimp shit is kind of cr- cringy to me. I was gonna say it would have been perfect if he was a li- if he was less animated. If he was just a more of a straight up dude, that movie would have been flawless. If yeah. it, it if it didn't try so hard to be comedic, he you know what I mean? He should have played a fine line between that and like Jerome from yes. Snowfall. That's what I think. Like we try, we always do the comedy thing. Mm-hmm. But I was telling, I was telling A Train, I'm like, if we get away from having to have this comedy aspect of our shit, we would make flawless movies. That's no slight. I thought that was moments where was I was amazing. definitely laughing. I definitely laugh. Yeah. Because Jamie Foxx was ended up, I ended up getting around to it and it ended up being funny. Yeah. Uh, Especially, and what I, one thing I really liked about the movie is the fact that they had legit characters. Yeah. Like, Jamie Foxx was a character, and his character stayed character through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he talked like a pimp to everybody. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Some real characters. Even John Boyega. Did his thing. Did his thing. Wasn't a hard, terrible role to and play. Shorty, Shorty, what's her name? Tiana Paris. She didn't do, she, t- she did good. Mm-mm. I kind of came around to her acting as yeah. well. Yeah. I like, I. Overacting does not mean bad acting. Jim Carrey is an overactor. Right. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Sometimes, Ray. It works. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it works. Sometimes they shut that shit down. Like when he went in onto his first audition for Django, you heard what QT told him? You're going to fuck this up. You remember he said that? You're going to fuck <laughs> this up. But anyway, great movie. They clone Tyrone. It's on Netflix. Uh, they, they clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. Yes. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. It's probably trending high. You know what they're going to say about that movie, though, right? What? Oh, Jamie Foxx. They cloned Jamie Foxx. Because, look, remember DC Young Fly had the tragedy happen with his wife, but they had the number one, what, what's the name on Netflix? Oh, yeah. If this movie goes up, they're going to say, oh, this is Jamie Foxx sacrificed himself. It's ridiculous what people... For more fame! It's, re- it's <laughs> ridiculous. The, the theory. Y'all know I'm a big conspiracy theory. I have conspiracy theories that people will probably be like, that is insane. Mm-hmm. But some of these conspiracy theories, like the people saying that... uh. Like that Bronny is because he had a, a, a vaccine. Have you yeah. been saying that? Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that some of the vaccine talk that people have been skeptical about over the past couple of years, there isn't some little grease to it. But this is like, all right, y'all. This is just y'all just saying it now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's literally baseless. It's just like, well, that's the only thing. I'm somebody that doesn't believe in coincidence, but that's not the coincidence there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's, this is the, you see, that's like the most common tragedy with kids under whatever. But people be like, fuck the facts. <laughs> <laughs> fuck facts. And sometimes you do got to say fuck the facts. Like they were talking about Martin Luther King. This is just random. The pod is over. They were talking about Martin Luther King and how Martin Luther King got assassinated. It was like, what's a fact that you learned when you were younger? What's a, something you know, basically, what's something that you learned? What's something you were told when you were younger, but you ended up finding out that this happened? And they were yeah. talking about how Martin Luther King got assassinated, right? We learned he got assassinated, but he actually survived mm-hmm. the shot on the balcony and was taken to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Where he was suffocated mm-hmm. um, by the nurse. And uh, all of the people were saying, 
you see, this is bullshit because what happened, Martin Luther King got shot in his face and it went through and, and it completely snapped his spinal cord and it was, he was dead on the scene. Yeah. And they were like, how do you know that? Well, that's what the autopsy says. That's what the coroner's report says. I'm watching Your Honor right now where they go in, tell the coroner, this is what happened. Right. Right. In the corner, write what they want. What they want. That is not just in movies. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. See, so conspiracy like that. Yeah, you're right. And I want to just piggyback on something you said. You remember that? You remember they told us? I saw this one. Uh, shout out my boy Vidal. I don't even know if Vidal listens to this. I still follow Vidal on Twitter. He's one of the best people that I follow on Twitter. I've been following a nigga since I was in like 10th grade. Uh, you know how you just follow that person on Twitter? That, oh, yeah. You know? Uh, he responded to that and was talking about how they said that George Washington had... Wooden teeth. Oh, yeah. We even seen that in cartoons. Uh-huh. Jim, but it was, uh, Timmy Turner, they used to do it all mm -hmm. the time. But he really had slave teeth. He really had slave teeth. Yeah, 100%. Crazy. Crazy. 100%. In the podcast with some sour shit. Sorry. Sorry. But why'd he do that? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd he get the teeth? I'm telling you. And that's how motherfuckers be lying. You're right. You see and how the they cover they shit but up? Look, people will tell you, oh, well, it's in this book that was written by the people who, of course, would write that. You know what I'm saying? That is the tough thing about being black in America. Imagine if I said, my family didn't kill yours. It's in this book. Who wrote it? My family. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, Terrence, grab, grab the drop. Oh, that's why he was clicking my computer. Yes. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody that's going to see this Drake concert tomorrow. I will be there. If you see me, say what's up. Let's take a pic. It's lit. We're going to dress as I'll probably be lit. We are definitely going to be a little litty. Um... And hopefully that uh that Travis Scott is good, man. We got something for y'all very soon. Yes, sir. Happy weekend. Be safe. Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford. Check it out. What's up? Did it drop already? No. I might have missed it already. I missed the drop. That shit been gone. Okay. <laughs> Over. Okay. <laughs>